Master, sir? I heard Yoda talking about midichlorians. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Remember, Obi-Wan, if the prophecy is true, your apprentice is the only one who can bring the force back into balance. I'm a Jedi. I know I'm better than this. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. you'd see uh, a mon cow in a sweater did that ever did you ever think that would enter your life no that would come to you in a dream like this did you ever think you would see an episode of the mandalorian that uh progressed the story <laughs> i did not <laughs> this i'll be honest this, this episode hit me like a brick wall is that good a brick wall is that good a brick wall fell and hit me <laughs> that sounds it's a very good thing that sounds painful finally finally this this is this is a good episode i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it Good episode. For Mandalorian, it's pretty good. Mandalorian. That's what we're talking about today? <laughs> yeah. Mandalorian, season two, episode three? Yeah. The heiress. Heiress. Harris? Heiress. Cool. Uh, this is prequel, apolog- <laughs> this is prequel apologetics. Prequel apologetics. Just, just guess for new listeners. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. In case you couldn't understand what the man said. I, I speak fast. I, I speak only for those who, who dare to listen. Uh, <laughs> this is the show where we reappraise Star Wars material. Material. Uh, through the lens of the the Star Wars prequel is actually good, Un, unforeseen and unappreciated gems. Prequels good, Disney bad. Disney bad. That's exactly. the show. Uh, I'm Reagan, and you are. I'm Seth. I, I've recently been, I've recently been reborn this weekend. So reborn. I had to good. think about if I had a true name. You've been baptized. I was baptized. Good. I good. was baptized in the streets of Washington D.C. Excellent. Say no more. <laughs> Anywho, this is an episode, Mandalorian. What did you think of you? We just you, you just watched it. I I watched. You were gone this weekend. We just watched it together. I was busy. We actually watched the last episode, recorded the last episode, uh, episode two of the season, and we were like, we're gonna go ahead and watch the next episode. And that's when we learned that the Mandalorian is released at two a.m. Central Time, which mid- midnight before, Pacific but, time. But we forgot. Yeah. So anyway, it kind of sucked. So we ended up, we had to watch a little bit of Mandalorian Gallery, which which also sucks, and watch Rest of Skywalker, which also sucked. And by that time, you went home. So then I watched it. I was so sleepy. <laughs> then I watched it. Uh, you watched it that night? I, I, I watched it the next day. Oh, okay. Rise of Skywalker. I did feel a little bad. Rise of Skywalker it. was really bad upon rewatch. I don't know if we need to cover that. It, you mentioned that it was experimental storytelling. <laughs> did I say that? You did. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that is a good thing you say about it. It was experimental. It, it was experimental. It was how little effort do we have to put into this story <laughs> and yet still have... Oh, a completed feature film. We are we are we are shedding listeners like the Razor Crest is shedding parts in the atmosphere. We don't want them. <laughs> we don't want. We, we do. We want everybody. No. If you like Rise of Skywalker, see you later. There no, are there are no. other podcasts. Out I there. say, hey, come on, be baptized, be born again, come here. I hear that, but also, many are called, fewer chosen. You have adopted a fatalistic attitude towards Star Wars. Well, I am, I am trying to create a broad coalition. Anyway. What did you think of this episode? You just watched it. In it fact, okay. it's just right. It's right there. What did you think? It was okay. It's okay. It was okay. So they say, yeah. Did you like this one more or less than episode one? Episode one of this season? Yeah. 
No, episode one, the Phantom Menace. Please compare <laughs> oh, these two. Please compare. <laughs> I gotta go with Phantom Menace. Ooh, I gotta go with Phantom Menace. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, let me think. Please think. <laughs> you put your hand to your head. I'm thinking. Did you hear that face palm? I mean, the hip palm? <laughs> Probably about the same. Yeah. I don't know. They're strong in different qualities, right? They're, They're different. different. Qualities. The end of episode one is so strong. Yeah. But for me, the rest was so boring. But this was kind of more... It was a higher quality on average. But I was still pretty bored. Pretty bored. This one was... The first one, episode one, had a really incredible action scene. It did. Feature film level. Feature film. Pretty much the only thing that's feature film level in the whole show. Yeah. This just advanced story in interesting ways. Solid entry in the story department. Solid. We see some friends, some old friends. Yeah. Um, it was okay. I think you liked it more than me. It was just okay for me. I did. This was uh I gotta be honest, I despise the last episode. I have hatred in my heart. Okay. I uh I perform seances. Seances? Se- thank you. To raise the dead? Exactly. I'm not really sure what they would accomplish, but I did it. <laughs> I don't know what I wanted, but you know what? I prayed. Anyway, uh, so anyway, I was pretty down about the show. And then this episode just, again, I'm seeing Bogotan, this character I love from, we love is a strong word. Clone Wars. I like, I know. I've seen her face before. Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. There you Thank go. Thank you. I was going to say that. The Clone Wars. You're struggling. Um, that was really cool. That, that I started to go, live action Star Wars. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to see it. This is, this is really cool. I'm loving that. So that was, that was awesome. And then to hear Sogatano's name, it's great. And also just, Again, for story to happen, it seems like. And then we finally get some answers. Again, you know, we're kind of little junkies, but they finally start to explain all these dramatic inconsistencies with what we know. In one sentence. There was always two. It was shot very well. It was not. It was over the shoulder. <laughs> it was The shoulder was the information you thought yeah. you knew. And you got some new stuff. It was okay. I have some, some personal anecdotes from this episode. Unlike you. Me first. You, you, you have a story. Please tell me. All I want to say is it was cool to have questions answered, to have the story move forward. But it just came down to information. Yeah. For me. Interesting. I mean, cool. I didn't I, I didn't feel like the characters progressed. Did you? Hmm. I don't know if progress is the right world, world word. But I, I think things were revealed. And I'll talk about that later. Okay. Go ahead. Later. Oh, my bad. Anyway, back to what I want to talk about. I I play. I don't know if the listeners knew this about me, but uh, I play a lot of high stakes poker. I uh, you know, there's a there's a guy I know. I, I don't want to disclose his name, his address, for sake of uh, you know, securities. Mm-hmm. And um, well, please excuse me. I'm receiving. You're excused. I'm receiving uh, intelligence. Okay, thank you. What? Anyway, Tur- um, turns out Trump won. Turns out <laughs> I've just been called. They just called it. They called me. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, <laughs> poker game. You probably should take that call. We're playing, we're playing a poker game. There's eight, eight dudes around the table, right? Eight dudes. No women. Sorry, guys. Uh, playing poker. We're, we're dealing in. We have $22,000 in chips in front of us. And the guy, he perks him and says, hey, did anybody watch Mandalorian? And I go, yeah. And he goes, yeah, it was amazing. And we just, there was this energy where I, he just went, dude, Bo-Katan. It was so cool. It was so awesome. It was amazing. And he, he, he was really excited about it. But there's this other guy who I talked to a little bit that night, but more at church the next morning. Mm. And he's this kind of dude who, who just watched the show. He's never seen The Clone Wars. He's never seen Rebel. He said, hey, it was good, but I didn't really understand. I didn't really, I didn't really know what was happening. He didn't know like, who bo was. I know bo a thing. Did he know who Axe Woves was? Axe Woves. <laughs> I, I think everybody knows who Axe Woves is. Come on. Come on. 
death. Anyway, <laughs> talking to him, I kind of realized I had kind of a, a big question to ask you. This is a big one. You ready? All right. Please, please hold, hold your butt. Um, <laughs> he liked it and it was good. But I started to realize Bogotan's this episode. It's great. Does it? Does she work as a person if you don't know who she is? If you don't know her story? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. So that's where I kind of go. I love this. This is for me. I am the target audience here. I've seen Clores. She appears in Rebels. So maybe you've seen Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, if you don't know who that is, you start to see that Disney. Hey, she said she was of the clan Krees. <laughs> what else do you need to know? <laughs> what else do you need to know? <laughs> Again, imagine, imagine if you, by the end of this episode, you go, okay, can't wait to meet this Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano. Uh, cool. Uh, wonder what she's going to look like. wonder who she is. Could you imagine not knowing who Ahsoka Tano is? It's very, I mean, you have to realize people do not know, do not know who these people are. And they don't really work as just people. Because they're not really set up as people. They're set up as Bo-Katan. You know her. You know her. She's cool. She's shooting. She She's kind of mean. Her eyes are kind of crazy. But red hair, whatever. <laughs> Bo-Katan. <laughs> Bo-Katan. She's very smart. We'll see what I know. Okay. We'll see what I know. What's your point? My point is, I loved it. However, as a story. Terrible. It, it didn't... It, it's just, it's not terrible strong. It's not quite no, it's not quite enough it's not. to stand on alone. It's not a story. Yeah, that's too far. Because I went too far. Her her introduction was cool. She had this really. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I say this clearly. A B A, B A. Nice. I'm not gonna say anything. Last time you slipped up. I did not. There's there's no verbal confirmation <laughs> of that. Actually, the, it was discovered on a server in Germany. Oh gosh! The original cut. The U.S. military has rated it. <laughs> has found 400 instances of me saying it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so her introduction is really cool, but it's not really. I mean, think about the really cool scene or <clears throat> attempt to be a really cool scene in, in episode three of last season, where 18,000 Mandalorians come down on jetpacks and wreck the whole town. Remember that? I do. That that was cool. This was cool here, was but okay. I don't really. I, I apparently this is, this is just what Mandalorians do. They're really cool and they shoot people. I don't really know what Bo-Katan <laughs> offers. What's she been doing for the past thirty really, years? Here's a question: Was she too young? She was way too young. The actress was way too young. I mean, how long? On. So how long has it been since Clone Wars? Eighteen well, years. Definitely at least nineteen. That's the, wait. Between. This is eight years after Return of the Jedi. Is that confirmed? I think so. So that's thirty years. Remember when we did the math? We did. We, to we, determine right. the. You, you're Baby right. Yoda, I don't remember what it was. He was born the same year as Anakin. I think that's what it was. Oh, gosh. What? Yeah. Huh. I don't like that. <laughs> we Somehow we discovered that. <laughs> I do not like that. Anyway, she... What would you... If you had to guess... Yeah, she looks She looks too If young. you guessed by the resolution yeah. of her pixels in the Clone Wars, how old is she? I think in Clone Wars, she's probably 25. I'd say at least 30. So teen is... 35. No, she's the same age. She's about. He's probably the same age as Obi Wan. How old is Obi Wan? Thirties. Thirties. Thirty-five. That's what I said. I'm right. <laughs> Satine is at least that. I mean, sorry. Uh, Bo-Katan's at least that because she's she's kind of old looking. No, she's twenty-five. In Clone Wars. So this is three years there. She's fifty-five. I look at her now. I'm like, she's at least thirty-five. So anyway, you liked her casting a lot. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> what did you say? How did you characterize her her casting, Bo-Katan? Um, and we will get into the episode eventually. We had to get to the important parts. I, she looked kind of. She looked like a tough girl. Yeah, she looked kind of like a tomboy. I liked. I liked about her. I had to evaluate her. Her eyes. Okay. The character always. 
she is the the foil. Not the maybe maybe foil is wrong word, but she's the other half of Satine. This kind of yeah. peaceful pacifist. She's the kind of violent. She believes in the old honorable ways of Mandalore. That means fighting. It means fighting for what you believe in. But right. also, she doesn't believe in the Watch. Yeah, that's different. Okay, that's a cult. I think we should get into the episode. All I'm saying is, her eyes. Yes, so the episode begins with, right where we left off, Frog Lady. And Frog Lady. And the Mandalorian are limping <clears throat> to Trask. Really cool shot here. It's just a planet, and it kind of dollies up or just kind of floats up, and you see this other planet emerge behind it, and the ship just goes... <laughs> it's kind of just flying. It's it actually just, did exactly that. I'm smart. And then he says, <laughs> look, dude, uh, our landing gear doesn't work. Uh, nothing works, so we're going to crash. And the lady goes... Burr. And start to crash, and the music is very cool here. Kind of goes, and the, you know, it's like fire around it. I don't know if you if you knew that, but when things re-enter the atmosphere, there's fire. Yeah, I saw that in Apollo thirteen. Apollo thirteen. Yeah. I saw, actually, I saw it in a film called Revenge of the Sith. Remember? Eight plus sixteen. We're yeah. Coming in too hot. Eight plus sixty. Embarrassing. You got it wrong. Okay, moving on. Shut up. Anyway, um, I was just doing electoral math there. This is a separate separate thing. <laughs> anyway, um, they're landing. They're they're falling, and they it's weird. I don't know if you notice this, but they kind of they're trying to set up a little bit of tension, <laughs> obviously. But they set up some tension of will the frog canister fall over? Do you remember that? It's no. kind of starting to shake. I don't. It's kind of starting to shake. I don't. And the whole time that. I go, when they crash landed, this was, this was not a problem. And now you want me? You want to tell me that this is going to be a problem for this pod? Anyway, it, she she <laughs> she says she says get up here. I need your help. I need your hand. I need your hands. That's kind of weird. I remember this part. And she, she, it's kind of this cool OTS, where she, or sorry, POV, where she goes. She grabs it. They both have the thrusters. So why can't he Why can't he just use both his hands? He's not strong enough. Stupid. Anyway, so they're starting to land. And the controller is saying, <laughs> look, dude, you're coming way too hot, which I mean, he's on fire, so yeah. Uh, he's landing, and the guy says, okay. And you see this, you see this, you see the whole city. We start to see this, this just water planet. And there's kind of this kind of shanty town. Hexagons. Hexagons. Great word. Hexagons. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. So she directed this episode. She also directed the episode we kind of hate. Yeah. However, we both liked that wide shot of this ta- of the fishing town. Looking back on it. No. Don't do it. Don't do this. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. I like the lady in that episode. I yeah, like, exactly. I like the Way's lady. good. Now pluck her out. What else do you like? Mm. Anyway. So... <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> moving on from that, I, I I do this say I went on I went pretty hard on her last season. I remember I was mean. In fact, I said some things about her father. You would you did and nepotism. I remember. Oh yeah, you I went said, too far. I suggested that I did. I like to say hey, she did a good job. This is awesome. This is great. So obviously the script is sucked last time. So whatever. There are some times though in the where the action in this episode is frankly bizarre. So maybe yes. it's also maybe it's also her fault. But probably not. I mean, some other people do that, right? The action. Like I say, stand here. Anyway, finally, I love the shot. Anyway, I'm trying to say is I love, I love this kind of world building, and uh, I'm saying the last episode she did, she did had some world building. It's not really a shanty town. It's more of a, it's, it's a wharf. It's hexagon. It's a harbor. Harbor. Wharf. What did you say? Shanty town. Hexagon. You, oh, hexagon. Hexagon. Hexagon town. So you know, hexagon village, and we see we see this nice Mon Calamari wearing a blue sweater. He's and just, an apron. He's just standing. He's there. just standing there. He says, "I've seen this before, and it's not going to go well. <laughs> I know it's not going to work." And he, he, he's in the like, back of mine, he goes, hmm, maybe, maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the guy. This, this, this man may be the one to uh, unify our people. To, the, you know, the core and the Mon Cal have been warring for centuries. Maybe this man can finally do it. Anyway, we see him and the ship 
starts to land kind of gracefully, a little bumpy. But in the last second, his other thruster blows just tips over and just falls in the water. And <laughs> the whole the, the whole razor crest falls in the water. Falls in the water, sinks to the bottom. It's funny. I laughed at it. Yeah. I, I laughed too. I laughed mainly to laugh with you. Got me honest. Okay, <laughs> I liked it. It was funny. Catch to the title, and then it was kind of it was like slapstick humor with a spaceship. Exactly. We they have more of that. How did they not die? Pratfall. So we talked about this. My mom. Your mom? My mom. I have one. Was she in this episode? She made a, a slight cameo appearance. Yeah, she was in the background. No, uh, she was wearing one of the fish costumes. It was very okay. degrading to her. She's a beautiful woman. Okay. Anyway, she watched this episode with my dad, and she said, the spider in the last episode, uh, it punched the glass. Yeah. Your mom confirmed that. She confirmed that. It's obvious. It's obvious. If it's obvious to her, it's obvious to all. Thanks, Mom. She is an every woman. We love her. Thank you, Mrs. Wells. Thank you. Thank you. Because we were wondering that. Anyway, so first of all, I guess they, they, they fused it. I don't know. Who cares? But now in the wire, I mean, do they survive? How long does it take to get the Imperial Walker over there? It's a dip to black, so it's... Days. Hours. Years. <laughs> I love this kind of toe walker. It's great. This is this was my favorite thing in the episode. Oh. Wow. It was awesome. <laughs> it was cool. Hey, what does a crane look like in Star Wars? Oh, there it is. There it is. It's no, a crane. A water crane. Water crane. Wait a second. Here's well, a bigger, it could walk on land. Here's my question. It How could... shallow is this water? How far down do those legs go? Miles? Miles? No, I think it's pretty shallow. Interesting. Or miles. No, it's a shore. There's no shore. We sell no shore. There's no land on this planet. There isn't? Did you see any land? Name one time you saw some land. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so this is an artificial harbor? I, yeah. I thought that this was Moncal Mon Cal when I first saw it. And I think it's actually Trask, which I've heard the name Trask before. I'm not sure where. I think I heard it in KOTOR. Anywho, I was disappointed this was not Mon Cal. I was disappointed. Gotta be honest. This, this could have been like an outskirts of Mon Cal. Or like I thought it was Mon Cal too. Yeah. So, and I mean, then you went, actually, it's Trask. Trask. Now Duh. that I know you felt the same, I don't appreciate that you belittled me. <laughs> Look, I don't apologize. <laughs> I understand by what I did. Uh, I do apologize. Anyway, I was sad about that. And so then the water crane picks up the race. Picks it crest. up. And they're just inside it all the time. <laughs> what a bumpy ride. And, he's, and they go out there and he says, hey, can you fix this? He says, yeah. I'll get you he has a weird voice. Weird voice. How Can you do an impression? No. Please I definitely can't. I can draw. It was very quiet, too. I really don't remember. Did you notice, did you notice the, um, the, it was kind of a, because they have the Mon Cal in Rogue One. Did you notice that the eyes were really good? There was some articulation in the eyes. I thought it was terrible, honestly. Oh. Okay. Can you I say thought more? it was worse in Return of the Jedi. Can you say more? Yeah, it was worse in Return of the Jedi. I'm sorry, what? Yet again. Is there a Mon Cal in Return of the Jedi? Of course. There are several. For some reason, I thought you had Revenge of the Sith. I don't know why. I'm so sorry. Please. There me. should be one. That would be good. <laughs> That'd be really good. Baby Akbar. He's, 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 he's a tadpole swimming around. Sure. <laughs> How cool would that be? You see, you see the fire of the temple and it racks focus. And you're kind of like, what is that? It's kind of a glass. It's <laughs> <laughs> it an aquarium. There's a small Akbar going. He turns his head and goes. He swims Whoa. up and and squishes his face on the glass of the aquarium. And he goes. Yeah. So this was just like Baby Yoda, just like all practical effects in this show. It's just a guy in a suit. Like the frog, no. like Baby Yoda. It's just a guy in a suit. It doesn't look good. CG would have looked better. Sorry. You're a hater. Yeah, no, I'm you. not. I'm just, being, I'm just being real. You're being real. You're, it didn't you, look you good. You were the father. Okay. Okay. You, you, you're just blunt? I'm, I'm more of the mom. I think you're more of the, the dumb kid. 
I'm good. I'll take that too. <laughs> I'm watching Malcolm in the Middle recently, so I can be a uh, what's his name, Reese. Tell me about these ads that you've seen on on, on Hulu. Oh gosh, gosh. Who Reagan are... sent me a. Uh, oh boy. Let me set this up. He, oh last boy. night he sent me a. <laughs> let me get situated here. He sent me an an a long winded, very articulate, honestly well written series of texts on the absolute. Uh, how do I even put this? The the absolute horror of modern day commercials. I am watching Malcolm in the Middle. People may may or may not know what that is. It's a show about a dysfunctional family, but also a very normal family. It's just kind of these three boys. Yep. Rambunctious, amazing, free range parenting. It's great. Okay. You, you should be raised that way. I've I've seen the show. Anyway, it's just kind of it has no. It's just it's just such a a gem. It's been preserved in this cocoon of manliness. I love it. But then you cut to just bombarded by just these slick, multi-ethnic globalism. Every different, oh, the woman's working. Oh, the man's working. Oh, the man is (laughs) too well-groomed. And just everything is so clean, so presented. The man is too well-groomed. Exactly. Compared to Brian Cranston on the show. You you look, oh gosh. Who's just kind of a schlubby dad. And he's great. I love him. He's he's an every man. Every man is just too... They care too much what they look like. They have these bizarre haircuts. They have bizarre... Yeah. Very groomed beards, I'm guessing. Very groomed. Yeah. You can smell the oil. Anyway. Yeah. Men beards should be like Gandalf. I gotta be honest. I saw it. Everything was so crisp and clean, but everything was just selling me and pitching me. But there was no... There was no even the ones that tried to do a story, I just went, ugh, why? Why are you trying that? Ugh. So everything was just, ugh, ugh. Uh. I can't articulate it. It was just... That's how I feel watching Mandalorian. Oh. <laughs> and I just went... You have this every 10 minutes in this 30-minute incredible serial show. Come on. Sitcom. Come on. It's a sitcom. Come on. I hate it. It was terrible. It was so corporate. And I'm not trying to say diversity is bad, which I'm not saying that. (laughs) I hate about it was just... I love making videos. (laughs) I love making client work. But then I realized I saw this and I went, I don't want to make that. I couldn't really articulate the difference between what I want to make and that, which upset me. The answer is, is... Excuse me. I, no, no, look, look, I get it. Quit your job. But Quit your job. I realized that people were putting all this work into commercials to make them look beautiful, and look, it, it didn't matter. I just wanted to move on. I wanted it to be over. Sure. I wanted it to be over. Anyway. Show the product. Yeah, exactly. Just show, show me a picture. Just show, me a, show me a picture. Say, this is what Carl looks like. <laughs> buy it. Or, or don't. <laughs> I don't care about you. <laughs> I'd buy that car. That's what a commercial should be. I don't care about you. Look. I want your money. We're done. We're now. We're done. That's it. We, you just solved it. Thank you. Ads now have always been about, and I think in the past I saw Mad Men, so it has to be true. <laughs> Envisioning <laughs> what your life looks like with this thing, but the the way their life looks like is this kind of bizarre, sterile, um, progressive, ultra national society. National or no globalist the, the society. Opposite, the opposite, yeah. And I go, <clears throat> look, I just want to. I want to grill back in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know how to grill. I'll learn. <laughs> I will learn. Anyway, bizarre from this bizarre tangent. Didn't like it. But it explains it explains Mandalorian. Explains the Mandalorian. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like to say it, but yeah. Star Wars is another brand. Mm-hmm. You, Globalist you could, brand. You could have put a Walmart logo at the end of this, and I wouldn't have bad an eye. <laughs> anyway, so the frog creature. By the way, by the way, I deserve some kudos here. I deserve some. Okay. Oh, I remember. I, I got some. I got this some lunch with this new this new Star Wars friend I made, and I said, "Just t- he he had, he had he had woken up early to watch it, which I thought was really funny." 
I was, I was, I was impressed by his dedication. And he, I asked him, dude, don't tell me anything about the episode, but tell me, is the Frogway story resolved in the first 10 minutes? He said, yeah. <laughs> well, of course, I predicted. So you, you see the Frog right. Lady go and hug. Good job. I actually kind of like this. So the Frog Lady. Hugs pink. her husband. Frog Lady. Pink. Husband green. Frog Man. Blue. No, he's green. Blue. He's green. Okay, please, please hold. Please hold. How much you want to bet? We've done this before. We both bet. I'm not betting anything. I was right. I was I'm always right when it comes to colors. Blue. You're colorblind. Accept it. You're colorblind DP. Accept it. I said blue. I was a blue. That's blue. Green. It's green. It's teal and purple. It's green, dude. It's green. It's green. No. no. Please. Email Pull up us. another shot. Pull I, up a I, shot that's not in blue light. This is the only shot we had in the archive. Pull up a shot that's not in blue light. Look, I, this is all the time we have for this bit. Yeah. Anyway. It's green. It's a frog. It's green. It's a, it's a frog. It's purple. No. <laughs> anyway. Nice little sweet moments of them, of them hugging, kind of going. They kind of this thing with their hands. I don't know if you noticed that. They, they kind of... Hand hug. I didn't know. You didn't really care. Anyway, yeah. did you notice later they kiss? Well, they don't because they, they can't kiss because the suits are stupid. The cut hides it. It's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, not really. Oh, you hate it. <laughs> I thought I, I was nice to see fa- a family in Star Wars. What was wrong with that? What's no, wrong I, with that? I like that. Anyway. I like that. Now you like it. Good. And the husband went, "Where, where are the rest of my children?" He said, "We're missing seven. <laughs> so I guess, I guess this is the planet that needs the moon to be fertilized. I, I kind of wish. We saw some of that, but also I don't really care. The story was stupid. Anyway, it was nice, nice to see that resolved. They were smiley. And this is where I want to talk about something important. All right. Finally. Dan. Din Djarin. Din Djarin. As he's known by some people. He says, he says, he doesn't say congratulations here. He says, he, he, the, yes. the, frog, the frog is thanking him. Yes. And this is where Pedro Pascal, his performance really comes out. There's some sort of a, you're welcome. I was, but I was told you could leave me as some people of my kind. There's a graciousness and yeah, a humbleness in, totally. his, in his voice I where I go, interesting. The Mandalorian, he's changing. Because I, I compare that with uh, Mandalorian Lady later, where it's like, if you knew what we could do with these weapons. This guy's like, dude. He's nice. Yeah. He's a nice guy. And I kind of go, look, uh, Bokatan's cool, but she's not. Anyway, I, anyway, whatever. She's mean. She's mean. She's she, mean. But that's the point. Well, we'll get there. Is it a point? Yeah. Eh. We'll get there. Eh. Anyway, so the frog lady, frog man's very helpful, very specific. He says, go to this bar, which said he has to pay money to buy Yeah, so this was the whole the whole plan was help the frog lady, yep. go to the planet. Yep. Uh, her husband can help you with information. And the husband literally just ended up going, oh, yeah, over there. Go over there. I'm not quite sure I understand uh, why the frog man couldn't have just bought a ship for, and just done this himself. But He, he was broke. He looked pretty well dressed. He had a nice apron. He's busy. Look at him. He looks well groomed. He's got a scarf on. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> so then we go to this cantina, and it's kind of this fish cantina. It's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of this chowder bar. There's this kind of big um, tube fire hose system in the ceiling that kind of just <laughs> goes <laughs> chowder. Is it chowder? Yeah, chowder. Okay, you can get it. I've never I've never eaten chowder. And we see. I would call it a paste. We see in is chowder paste. Fa- I would say it is. Okay. I've never tasted it myself. I would say it is. We see this man. We really, we resolve a lot of things who, on the show. Who could be described as. A corn. No. Well, we're seeing some corn in the background. They look awesome. I love it. The corns look great. They, they are, I think they're, this is physical prop, but like the, the their, their face tentacles are moving around. Yeah. They look pretty good. They're, look, nothing will beat the corns in, um, in the 
Tartovsky's Clone Wars. Yes. They look really cool there. They have this, they're much more angular, much sharper. I mm-hmm. love that. I love it. Even the Clone Wars, cool, but I love them more in that in that take. But this is cool. I love that they, they got really close here. But there's a Mon Cal who comes to take his order. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He, he can only be described as... Um, I don't know if Fruit Loop is the right word, but I would say like an Applejack or something. What are you saying? I'm saying he's got a scarf on, like an ascot. It was weird. This is the second Mon Cal in a row to have a scarf. It was weird. They're, they were very feminine Mon Cal's. Yeah, they were kind of meek and, you know, beta. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Anyways, that was just interesting. Uh, he says, hey, uh, what do you guys want? He says, nothing for me. Give me some chowder for the little one. And he goes... Look, mom. Look, man. All oh, the seats here are precious. You gotta eat. Everybody sitting gotta eat some. Like, that's cool. It's kind of a harsh society. That's cool. Yeah. Whatever. And he says there should, there should have been a line outside or something. Saying we're starving. Yeah. I mean, how do you believe that? <laughs> oh yeah, no, a line. Yeah, a, a line. A dialogue line. Literally a line of people. Literally a food line. And yeah. he just cuts in his head. Right. Excuse right, me. Right, right. <laughs> he just cuts in front of all. Of them. That'd be good. Where the, it's like a segregationist society. There's kind of a fish people on this side, man <laughs> on this side. But he, in order to prove he's a man, he has to lift his helmet. Interesting. What will he do for, to eat? He's starving. Anyway. Uh, hey, that's a good point. I'm going to talk about that. Please. The imagination of George Lucas. <laughs> this is just this is just uh, a harbor in Star Wars. It's what it is. It's a harbor. It's a harbor. But George would never just do that. This would be some sort of glassy... He would, he would, Nexus. he would think of a cool sci-fi thing. Yeah. Think of uh, Cloud City, mining gas. Here's the thing. Think of Camino. There's this whole lore behind that that where these, and you see it in the design of the creatures. They were amphibians. They lived underwater, and then they moved into these cities. They floated above the water. Well. Or think of Mustafar, which is, it's not just a fire planet. There's this industry there. Yeah. What's this? This is a very easy thing to solve. It's just fish. Frankly. Okay. You start with a shanty town, right? Mm-hmm. And you see these kind of hard, you know, these these uh, hard-nosed people kind of eating them chatter. Then you kind of dolly underneath the water. Mm. And you see that this is just the ice tip of the iceberg. And this mm-hmm. is massive society underneath. Because, look, Quarren, Mon Cal, they live underwater. It's an inverted pyramid exactly. world. This is where the top... This is just the... This is, this is the hard... This is the life of the hard few yeah. who are in charge of getting their resources off the planet. Right. They're on the surface. Inverted inver- pyramid. But then, like inverted pyramid. How many sides could pyramid have? Depends. As <laughs> <laughs> a friend. Four to five. Um, but yeah, as you go down deep into the water, yeah. I don't know, you have... Stratus. The, Stratus of classes. It's kind of like at the bottom, you have this royal, ancient kind of Gungan species that's lived underwater for all time. That'd be cool. Really cool. And uh, they don't know what sunlight is like. Ooh. They're pale. Interesting. Pale skin. That's scary. They kind of, and they're pale skin. You can, they're almost, their skin is almost translucent. You can kind of see their veins. You remember the mermaids in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? They swim down no, into the lake and they I see the, the merfolk. No. They're they're cool. They're really scary. They look like that. Cool. You're saying that Tom Tom Bates should Yates Tom Bates. What's his name? David Yates. David Yates. He didn't do You're that. You're saying one. he should do an episode of The Mandalorian. He didn't do that that Harry Potter. Goblet of Fire. Thankfully, really? yeah. Really. Correct. You're saying, but you're saying that he should do an episode of the <laughs> No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> anyway. He's, he's uh, one of the worst directors of all time. <laughs> anyway, so the the point I'm making The train is, scene with the Voldemort fetus was cool. Anyway, the, the point I was making was, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Remember he gets zapped out of a cadaver and there's the train. 
and they're just kind of like, oh, Voldemort. No. It's the Horcrux. I don't remember that. You suck. Um, the point I'm making is this is just a harbor. Yeah. There's it no, could have been yeah. a cool sci-fi thing. There's a Rogue One element to this show mm. that is not flattering. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is always poppy. It's this kind of wildly imaginative thing where even at New Hope, look, it's it's lived in its grungy, but there's still imagination. There's still totally. vibrancy. Where you see Rogue One, you go, look, everything I see is gray. Everything I see is blocky and gray. There's nothing else happening. I hate that. And you're seeing that in this show. I sure. Hate it. sure. Anyway, uh, the guy says, you, sure. you got to eat. And he says, what if I give you these Tide Pod money? And he, <laughs> he said, okay. He said, I'm going to go look. I'm going to go look for the Mandalorians for you. Tide Pod. And uh, the baby I think the some... ate the Tide Pod. <laughs> it was really weird. He held up his cell phone and he went, I can, I can finally do the Tide Pod challenge. It was weird. He put up his cell phone and he turned the camera and started telling me about Tide Pods. <laughs> It was a weird sponsor segment in the middle of the show. I didn't, I didn't understand it, but I kind of was into it. It was kind of a meta critique. And then I, I bought Tide Pods. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I couldn't think of anything else for, for days, actually. I felt myself drawn to them. <laughs> I didn't with them. I just, the concentric shape of both the green and orange <laughs> fluids. I loved it. Anyway, Con- uh, how can we put such fluids in such a... Anyway. Please consume. Please consume. Wow. That please, was deep. Please consume. Is that a Fahrenheit 451? I don't know. Like That's just our modern world, actually. <laughs> anyway, consume the slop, this chowder. Please consume the baby. Please eat consume the Star Wars. Did you like seeing the baby with a spoon? No, it was very, terrible. Because it was it was so obviously a puppet. It was worse than Return of the Jedi. That was cute. It was worse than Return of the Jedi. That was cute. Okay, I'm gonna agree with you. Okay, Bryce Dallas Howard brings a motherly energy to this episode. Yeah, that's really good. And she did last time too. Remember those little beats with the yeah, yeah, really good. Um. Brings out the soft side of the Mandalorian. Brings out the cuteness of the baby. Just these little moments that surely she knows from life experience. A baby trying to eat for the first time. Something like that. Maybe using a spoon for the first time. It's cool. But then, me being, you know, nitpicky, I look at the puppet and go, Return of the Jedi was better 30 years ago. Because it's just, the baby... The baby... Its hand is moving, Mm -hmm. because that's the articulate part, but its body and its head are rigid. Okay. There's no one, there's no hand, I don't know, mm. but it's doing nothing. Yeah. It's terrible. It's almost as bad as the the, the, the fish people's, mon cow's hands. There's kind of a, yeah, there's totally. no fingers, no fingers. Absolutely. No fingers. And how can you lead a rebellion for fingers? That's tough. <laughs> it's tough. That's probably Any why point. they, that's probably why you General, we structure when you go, uh, uh. <laughs> Thousands of ships go the wrong way. Oh God! <laughs> it's just, it's a that's, right, that's what happened actually. In episode six, they talk about how the rebel fleet is spread across the galaxy. They didn't mean for that to happen. He just said, "Go that way." Please. Got confused. Also, um, the shot of the baby <clears throat> Yoba eating the, the porridge, the chowder, the paste. It's just this kind of medium shot where, okay. although baby Yoda is so small, it's not really a medium shot. <laughs> he's in. He gets in the whole frame. He's in the whole frame. Mm-hmm. But imagine if it were animated, you could do so much more with it. If it was an animated character, yeah. you can get super creative and get, you know, close up on. Imagine if his eyes peer over the bowl for the first time and his eyes widen. Yeah. I like the part though where the squid eats his face. Eats his face. Yeah, it was cool. You want to talk about the face hugger? And then the Mandalorian. The alien reference? Yeah. Go ahead. Is that what it is? Yeah, face hugger. The squid. You haven't seen Alien 1. I forgot. Yeah, that's from Alien, where. Last episode, there was an alien reference where the egg opens. This episode, so what's inside an alien egg? It's called a face hugger. Face hugger. And it starts as this kind of parasitic. Sounds nice. Hmm? Sounds like a nice thing. 
It's not good. You don't want... It's bad. It's just bad. It starts as this little parasitic thing. Uh, almost octopus-like, in a way. And then it just leaps at your face. Tentacles wrap around the back of your head. Like a mask. Yeah, but it's scary. <laughs> and then it, the tentacles start squeezing your skull. And it presses its mouth. It's, it has some kind of orifice at the bottom. And it's implanting something inside your mouth. It's terrifying. You don't want that? You don't <laughs> I had trouble following this. Honestly. Look, I don't want to speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Maybe you want that. Maybe you want However, that. when this thing this this happened to you, Baby Yoda, and it's kind of played for a joke, and I'm I was confused. And the baby, and then Mandalorian literally brandishes a massive hunting knife and just stabs the face of the baby. Yeah, it was cool. You notice that it was like reverse. Like it looked, didn't look like he hit it. There was something really weird about the blocking of the knife. Anyway, who cares? I didn't know. It was interesting. Then the, the Quarren comes over and he says, Oh, I heard you looking for it. I'm really looking for the Mandalorian. Yeah, the Quarrens are I... are Bubba. They're redneck Quarrens. I got some serious uh, Pirates of the Caribbean vibes. Did you? I didn't. Remember, uh, what's his name? What's the game name of the face? <laughs> name of the face. <laughs> Who's the fish The fish ghost man? David Jones. Yeah, yeah, David Jones. That's all. I see what you mean. In the design. Hey, yeah, uh, you try to love Yeah, you know? but the voice is so different. Just a few hours sale. I will cost you something. Look, I don't appreciate when Hollywood takes these southern types, these country guys, and just makes them into redneck Bubba types. I don't like that. Because that's all the corn in the show. They're all bad guys. They're all stupid. And they all have southern accents. The corn's always been the bad ones, though, in Star Wars. Why well, give them southern accent? They didn't have they, they, had, they had a pirate accent. Arr. They didn't. I. Unfortunately, they did not. Look, the corns are nice. In the next scene, we see them. Great shot, by the way, coming through the clouds. <sighs> his boat. The corns say, "Hey, look at this this cool thing." The child may not see it. He may take an interest. <laughs> take a look at the mom core. You never seen the mom core yet. Mom core. I did really like the reveal shot of the the tugboat yeah. of the Fisher boat. Good design for a boat. Too. It was good. I there's it. no there's no sail. You question the sails. How's it? How's it? How's it? They're they're not oaring it. They're not. There's propellers down there. <clears throat> they're not doing that. They're not rolling. What does the corn say to the Mandalorian? He says, hey, uh, Mama Corn's going to eat. You don't see that too often. No, I mean, why Why are they even on the boat? He says, What's the deal? Mandalorian, I can take him, I can take him to you. Just a few hours for sale. He said he's seen some Beskar. I've seen some. No, he said I saw some. No, that's what the, that's the bartender. <laughs> you sound like Beetlejuice. The server, the server says, I've, I've seen Beskar around right. here. You sound like Beetlejuice. You, I heard you search for one of your kind. I gotta watch that movie. It's, it's amazing. Good. It's way better than Mandalorian. Anyway, uh... <laughs> They're on, they're on the ship, and he says, hey, baby, you might enjoy seeing this. And there's this cool cage in the middle. Well, well let fish. me explain it better. Please. Because you failed. <laughs> the bottom of the boat is hollowed out. Yeah. And there is a there's a covering on the bottom of the boat. A covering. A vault. You call it a cage. It's not really a cage. A vault. It's not really a cage. <laughs> it's a vault. It's a vault. <laughs> so they open the door, and then there's just this hole... And you see the waves beneath. That's what I said. <laughs> you call it a cage. Look, I saw a jail door. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a jail door. Yeah, sure. And then they peer down and they okay. say, hey, what's down there? And there's some fish. They're feeding some fish. Says, yeah, Mama Corn's real hungry. The Especially when she hasn't been eating in the morning. And she, <laughs> I was, my jaw dropped when I saw this the first time. Because the, takes his, the corn takes his staff, bats the baby into the water. Yeah, I remember being shocked. I was. You you said you're I, about. You told me you're about to be shocked. I gasped. Were you shocked? No, because you 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 set me up. Oh. You teed me up. I tried to warn you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I primed you for harm. Don't do that. Anyway, 
he gets in there, and the pram just barely closes before we no, see. No, it doesn't close. It does close. You were, you were dumb. It's I don't close. think it closes. I bet you have dollars. No. I don't feel good about this one. Anyway, good. <laughs> Green. Blue. <laughs> Sorry, blue. Uh, I win. Uh, the, the beast just comes up and just eats the baby. Eats it. Yeah. And they, they and then they kick. Swallows a hole. And he, he goes he goes in the dive. Have you seen Jaws? Yeah. This was, this, was, this was like Jaws. There should have been a dolly zoom yeah, on the man. I agree. That really cool. I agree. He, he dives in the water and they close the cage over him. And for some reason, because later we see another Mandalorian dispatch the Lama Corps, no problem. But in this time, he's in, he's unable to do it. Well, the problem, no, the problem was that Din Djarin could not breathe. Yeah. But the other but, Mandalorians could. Is that true? Hold your breath. I don't know. Anyway, so he dives in. He's in a tough and he situation. he suddenly can't breathe. He's suddenly choking. The only way he's air. able to get up is by using his jetpack. And they're stabbing. They're stabbing his fingers. And I go, this is a tough spot. Yeah. And water is also, I think, creeping up the whole time. Rising. Rising. Rising, rising tides. We're warming. <laughs> sure. Anyway, uh, I don't... I, and I said, Dan's probably dead. He's in a bad spot. And then... Deus Ex Machina. Through the gate. Mm-hmm. Through the OTS. We see something happen. What do we see? Men <laughs> We see some <laughs> bad A... Mandalorians come down and they're taking things out. I absolutely love the music here. Do you remember it? No. So it had a very distorted electric guitar. Okay. Very, very reminiscent of his flashback. And in fact, so he's there, there's two female. Oh, so he's down. It's the same thing. He's down inside a thing and he's looking up and Mandalorian. Well, I mean, there's literally actually a shot like that. Bo-Katan, when the gate opens, reaches down. It's beautiful. Nice. It's very good. I didn't pick up on that. They should put it one frame of the, the flashback. Well that done. That would help me. Thank you. That would have helped me. It helped me. I'm very dumb. It turns out you're. Classically stupid. I'm kind of checked out today. You are. I'm. I'm. I'm swimming. The, I'm swimming the water. I'm doing all the paddling. I appreciate it. Anyway, you you came to swim. Uh, <laughs> there's a really cool action scene here. They're just kind of taking him out. They're taking him out, and uh, we see we see this guy. Is other? There's two two females. One male. Nothing gender gender is important. Uh, you know, I was enjoying this until I saw the the female Mandalorians had boob armor, <laughs> and then I went. What's wrong with that? It's sexist. Interesting. I don't know if you go on Twitter. Hmm. I was on Twitter yesterday. This is a controversy. Was it really? This was a controversy. Was it really? Yes. This is because you spoiled yourself. We both we both spoiled ourselves. We both knew Bogotá was coming. Yeah, was I didn't this, do it on was, purpose. Was this when you knew? Was this? Was this yeah, absolutely. Was it hashtag boob armor? Yes, probably. Yeah, people were complaining because it's. I don't know why, honestly. <laughs> it's sexist. It's not realistic. Yeah, I was spoiled because of uh, stupid... Oh, yeah, that's right, because we have, we have so many examples of medieval armor for females. In sci-fi. Well, just in historical documents. <laughs> um, oh. it was, I was spoiled because of the dumb controversy on Twitter. Isn't that just 2020 for you right there? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> anyway, then we get this great shot, pulls them out. Anyway, they dispatch the corns, no, no, no problem. He says, oh, he, he gets up, he says, get the child, get the child. And then this lady, whose name is uh, Kara Reeves, I think her name is. I don't know. She jumps in. Has, she some... she dives in, no problem. There's, yeah, there's no life support. There should be. In these helmets. Because imagine if it were like Iron Man. <gasps> you need to know something. Okay. I read a book recently. Okay. Actually, a long time ago. Okay. This, this, a long time ago, I mean this year. It, it, a lot of it is from Boba Fett's perspective. And 
it it reveals and this is EU, so maybe it's not canon anymore. But it reveals that a Mandalorian helmet. Yes. Go on. It reveals that they actually they see in three sixty. That's weird. Boba Fett sees everything around him. Yeah. He says, yes, it was very difficult at first, but then I mastered it. That's impossible. Okay. Good to know. Or at least, at least 180. All right. I, I, I guess I can, I can almost see 180. Okay. I, can't, I can't see my hands. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for testing. But 270. Imagine if, um, I don't know how that's relevant to this. Saying the helmets. The helmets. You what they do. Cool. Okay. What they do. Imagine if it was their suits were like Iron Man mm. and they were plugged up underneath. Yeah. The underneath the chin, and they sort of take off the helmet. It's and sealed. They get stuck. Well, no, it, it would it would have to be a uh, yeah. You'd have to think about that for sure. Did it, you hear the Darth Vader hiss when the helmets came that off? That would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> then, but you'd have to have some kind of chin support thing. Yeah. But anyway, but imagine you could you could do a whole thing where you could do a sequence underwater yeah. where they're all underwater. Oh wow! And you that's, that's a really question. They don't really explain why they're on Trask. Yeah. Are these Mandalorians good at water? That would be cool. They go underwater to get Baby Yoda, and they have to fight all these undersea creatures, and they go in a cave. And the whole time, Mandalorian sits above ground because he. And then you could actually see the mama core because we, I mean, we don't get to see it. We see its mouth. Yeah. Right. Oh well. Anyway, it is cool Imagine when anything. when this other Mandalorian dives into the water and then jetpacks all the way out. That's cool. with the pram. Yeah. Opens it and we go. What happened? Well, the pram. Well, the pram has been sealed shut somehow. Yeah. It's been. It looks broken. It's broken. It's been. It's kind of crushed. Peeled open. Yeah. It no, it hasn't been peeled open. It's crushed. Well, he, it's... Sorry, he, they peeled open. Yes, they peeled open. Yes. Okay. You Does gotta help yourself. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm speaking. Okay. They've had the baby Yoda, and baby Yoda's fine. He's fine. He's just good. I uh... think the fetus was jostled slightly. <laughs> the fetus was shaken. <laughs> shaken violently. You're jostling the fetus. Where's that from? Curb. Curb. It's so good. <laughs> I tried to watch every episode, but I don't have HBO. Bummer. You can, I can almost watch an entire episode on YouTube. That's I think great. I get HBO Max for free, actually. You should look into that. What? Why? I don't remember why. UA? AT&T, I think. I need that. Okay. Please look into it. Okay. I beg you. <laughs> I beg of you. He says, I've been quested to return this child. By the way, I'm also looking for Mandalorians. And they say, by the way, great. Have you seen the Jedi? Where's the Mandalorians? <laughs> and they take off their helmets. And he goes, where'd you get this armor from? Yeah, he thinks they're lying because they take off helmets. But she, for, she first says, I'm Bo-Katan of Quan. Crazy, crazy. Crease. Crease? Crease. 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 I don't care. And of course, we know what that is. No one else knows what that is. What is Quinn Crease? It is uh, the the line of the... The royal class. The, the, duche- the duchess? Duchess? The duchess? <laughs> I think the term... When you take that and you turn it into a category, or a, a category of people, it's called the duchy. The duchy. I think you're D-U-C-H-Y, right. D-U-C-H-Y. The duchy. Also, want to just pause real quick? Yeah. And last, last episode, you talked about Mass Effect. All right. You said they were aliens. We didn't know what they were called. They're called Rakmi. Thank you. You said Rakshi, and that was what got me. Thank you. The Rakshi it was a long time. It took a long yeah. time to get that. I just wanted to, I had to say it. I know. I said Bionicle, and you just went off in a different direction. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, took out the helmets, and he goes, well, wait, where'd you get that armor? You can't be Mandalorian. They said, this, has been armor. this armor's been in my family for generations. Uh-huh. And he says, you have to have your helmet. That's the answer against the way. And then she says, no, you are a child of the Watch. Child of the Watch. He says, what do you mean? He says, you you are from you are descended from a, a band of religious zealots, religious zealots who, who broke, broke off, off from Mandalorian society. And wanted to... And I just went... Hey, well, hold on, you left that one. And they wanted to bring back the old ways. The old ways. The old ways of Mandalore. And I just went, finally. 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 And look, it's finally making sense. And look, 
there are some pieces here that frankly don't make sense because Death Watch is completely destroyed mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they were off another planet. However, where before there was no way for me to reconcile it, now I'm able to. I can be generous and just kind of fill in imagination gaps, right? So, sure. you know, the purge happens. Which... Hey, when we saw him rescued way back in season one, it was Death Watch armor. Yeah, it was. They were in the exactly. It, it all is coming together now. So we we had we we do have to take a step back here and say, hey, not we, you. No, we both did this. I we was both hated. I was on board. You. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> I'm gonna play a clip right here. Uh, I won't do it though because I, I don't want, I don't want to embarrass you. I don't. I don't. Um, it's lazy. <laughs> that's true. Uh, anyway, imagination gaps, right? So, Clone Wars season seven, Death Watch is d- destroyed under Maul's leadership. He he's not a leader. <laughs> he abandoned them in time of need. The purge. We still don't know what the purge is. So, the, is it is it is it fair that we've seen the Clone Wars to say that what happens as not the purge, as clearly not the purge, right? Yeah, Bogotan says she fought in the purge, but she's not talking about that, right? There's no way. No way. Anyway. Death Watch is destroyed. That's However, the fall of Mandalore. It's not the, the purge. The purge is clearly a cat. <clears throat> Catastrophic event. Isn't that in Rebels? No. Okay. My bet. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a catastrophic event. It makes sense to me that different Mandalorians but would Bo-Katan's react. But in Rebels. Yes. Okay. There's a little plot. There's a weird plot where Sabine Wren creates a weapon that's able to atomize the wearer of Beskar, but the Beskar armor survives. This is okay. We don't have to go into that. It was terrible. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it was bad. Anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is... I like this because traumatic event, we still don't understand, so that kind of sucks. However, you, I can see how a band of people might want to retreat. You say, hey, the pacifist ways failed us. It's time to return to this this this, uh, this terrorist. You know, We're going to take the best of this terrorist cell. It's kind of a Sunni Muslim thing, right? Okay. We're going to take this sect. We're going to take what was good about it, and we're going to kind of do, do our own thing over here. What was weird to me was that the Mandalorian did not, was not aware of this. That was weird to me. I guess he's that just been, weird. He's been in a cult. But I guess... When he said Coverns are everywhere, I just assumed, okay, Coverns. Has he never talked well, to Well, it'll a... be explained next season, one sentence. <laughs> it, just, it, was, it seems strange that he wasn't aware of his own lore, but I guess it just means he's, he was brainwashed. Well, he didn't even know what Jedi were. But she knew, obviously. Duh. Everybody knows about him. Well, read a book, dude, for one second. <laughs> and uh, so that, that was really cool. So It was cool, but I got to complain and say, look, this was such a simple thing. We've been wondering for decades now. Yeah. Oh, it took, it took one line. It took one line, and, you know, there wasn't a cool flashback or anything like that. It was just a shot of Bo-Katan saying, oh, yeah, here, you're that. You're that. <laughs> Oops. It's kind of lame. She's talking the whole time about what she needs. Mandalore has become uninhabitable. She said that? I believe so. Oh, that's interesting. That's really cool. So but the Purge did something bad. Wow. There is this really cool arc. Again, this book I read recently, within this year. Uh... There's kind of civil war on the, around the planet Mandalore. And the agents of evil, the, the Imperial Remnant, they deploy a nanovirus. The agents of evil. Ah. Who are they? That's a that's a that's Luke. <laughs> right. Or you become an agent of evil. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, in this book, this is uh one of the I think it's Use your words. It's called Invincible by Troy Denning. It's a good book. Final okay. book of the Legacy of the Force series. There's this part where they take Boba Fett's DNA and they turn it into a nanovirus and they send it to Mandalore. So no Mandalorians can live there. It's very sad. Wow. And so I guess it's uninhabitable. Very sad. That's like that's like what happened to us. Oh? What coronavirus? Virus. 
You're right. The China took us, coded our DNA. Shut down the Chinese restaurant. It's strange that you look at case mortalities for coronavirus. You see all these – Mexico is the top, which is crazy. You've been doing some crazy. research lately. You, Reagan got, sent me a bunch of graphs. you got all these other things. U.S., by the way, is only like eight or nine. Yeah. Which is very comparable to U.K. by capita, by the way. How do I man- say that? So what you're saying is Mandalore was not actually destroyed by the What virus. I'm saying is China is not even top 20. And I go, how is that possible? Sure. How is that possible? Okay. Anyway, I just want to put that out there for the listeners. If you have an answer, please send us a web zone at prewithoutapologetics.gmail.com. Anyway. Disney will never support us. I really appreciated finally this thing, which you're right, it's just information, and it could have been done way earlier. And the Death Watch, is, they're still terrorists. Look, I don't, I, don't, I don't steal my sister's Disney Plus. Who, and I don't steal her hard-earned nine ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine a month. Very, very, very reasonable. To get information, I could have gotten from a Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because this could have easily been explained in episode three, with armor bearers. There are some of us who said that we should put out dinner weapons, but totally. no, we believe the way of the man Totally. Lord. And then when you meet Bo-Katan, you're primed to go, oh man, this is gonna be an interesting conflict. Will Bo-Katan? Exactly. That is not the episode though. Their, their philosophy is being different. It's not really the episode. I know. Really. It's too bad. Do you think Book of Time will be in the show again? Yeah, I think so. There's, there's a chance. What's really cool that I like... Not this season. Yeah, I agree with that. What I really liked about this, uh, and it's not really explicit, but I kind of inferred it because I'm smart. I have a good, re- I have a good uh, reading level. Temp- <laughs> at least 10th grade. <laughs> it seemed like they both claimed the way of the Mandalore. It seemed like they both... Yeah, but she. But I thought you pointed out that she was being sarcastic at first. That's a different scene I'm talking about. Oh, my bad. But they, it seemed like they both revered and respected Mandalore, but they both had radically different lifestyles, including helmets. Okay. I had a different take on that, but go ahead. That, that's, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I just liked that look, we, we both – there's this venerable figure in our society, in our culture, in our, our, our monomyth, as JP would say. <laughs> JP. Well, she was more – she was more wanting to get back to – well, she wants to rule. She said, I need it's to interesting. I so need there's something to rule. Satine. Yeah. Her way failed. The way of diplomacy, the way of neutrality, utterly failed. Mandalore was destroyed. It they lost the Clone War. Fair. And then Mandalore was literally destroyed. We learned this episode that it's uninhabitable. We don't really know what happened, but And look think about Clone Wars. It's just it, that is a a future city that is yeah that is the city of enlightenment it's a utopia yeah yeah totally there's the there's the library of artemis but a world like that can't compete in a war yeah it's just if you had to mobilize so god that's interesting because even even at that time great what we saw great story well, what, what we saw in season seven of the clone wars we already saw that bo katan was i don't want to say she was rejecting satine but bo katan is i think correctly looking at what's happening to Mandalore and going, we have to be stronger. We have to be able yeah. to fight. Yeah. But now, which is cool, that's interesting. So she's kind of veering back towards Death Watch, although not all the way. Well, Death Watch is just crazy. They're terrorists. They're bad. Totally. But but you see what I'm saying? And also, they have the Darksaber, Dark, Death Watch. They lost it. Somehow. But Bo-Katan needs it to... To rule her people. Interesting. I don't really get that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so... The lore of the what I'm saying is... That in season seven of the Clone Wars, Bo-Katan seems to be looking at the old ways of Mandalore, the warrior ways, and and realizing this could actually help our people. This is what our this perhaps could have kept our world from being uh, bulldozed by the Empire. Sorry, not yeah. the Empire, the Republic. Anyway, so no, but it's just my bad. Yeah, 
Well, but then the Republic comes in and they help. They're helping. Remember? Then Order Six Six happens. Okay, all right. But but what I'm trying to say is maybe just maybe, Bo-Katan and Din Djarin. They maybe that's the similar uh, love for the old ways that you're talking about. Cool. Yeah, that'd be good to see. I like because I think when they say the way, that's not the Satine version of Mandalore. It can't be right. It's got to be this old warrior system of honor and nothing else. This feels like a Jewish Christian right? thing to me. Okay. They both, they're both swimming in the same kind of culture soup. Interesting. Same stories. Okay. But one doesn't have the new thing. Okay. And so there's, I don't know, there's something just off about what damn police. I find it interesting, though. It was difficult. I wish this, the show cared about it. I wish the show, yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, and then he says, well, uh, I don't like you. And he blasts off, which a- I, I would Anakin? Assume, huh? You said Anakin. And I said, they don't like you. Okay. And I'm like, I don't like you either. <laughs> I think he said Anakin. Look, Go I on. I've been known for Go saying on. his name. Go on. <laughs> uh, I thought they had been sailing for hours, but apparently he's able to just jetpack back. The whole the whole sailing part of this episode doesn't really make sense because you just fly anywhere you want to go. I guess he can't get the ship is destroyed, but there's, there's no way the Mandalorians are just hanging out on a boat somewhere so you can just fly to where they are to another harbor. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Is your question where were the Mandalorians on yeah, this planet? Yeah, this is a very obvious trap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he 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 blasts off, and then we see this great shot of a sunset where the other Mandalorians take off and they blow up the ship. As we know, George Lucas likes sunset shots. He's been known. In <laughs> fact, this man was taken by a vision once of <laughs> a man climbing up from the basement of the desert. <laughs> That's in the basement of the desert. I mean, there's got to be a basement out there somewhere. There's got to be something down there. Sure. The Mantle of the Crust. THX. THX. Great movie. Beautiful. Best movie. Full time. Oh, right. <laughs> so far. I like American Graffiti. And then, and then he, he's just walking in the docks and he gets <laughs> mugged again. Mandalorian's a chump. He's kind of a chump in this one. What I like this was, by the way, first of all, he gears up the fight and there's corn all around him and says, you kill my brother. You kill my brother. You left out the part where the Mandalorians blow up the boat. I literally just said that. My bad. You're an idiot. Okay, my bad. We're going to rewind it here, though, so you can listen to it again. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Uh... And I kind of like this because he kind of like gears up to fight. And part of me is like, are oh, they use the whistling darts, right? Whistling birds. But what's cool here is the pram, the pram is gone. So he's kind of, he's, the baby's very vulnerable. I kind of like that. And he's just holding it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. You can't really get in a fight like this. You're not really prepared. But then the, the, the. I take it all back. This episode got rid of the pram. Incredible progression. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess he doesn't have that anymore. Crazy. He's probably going to get another one. Get another one. <laughs> hey, uh, Andy Circus, can you send me one? <laughs> Mail me one at Trask. P.O. P. Box. Yes, I'm calling her Andy Circus. It works. The fans love it. Uh, anyway, uh, Mandalorian yes. clan crazy. Crazy. Crease. 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 They show up and they say, hey, wait, wait, we killed your brother. Not him. And they just, they just really quickly shoot everybody. And I go, okay. They say, hey, let's buy you a drink. And they go to the bar. And we see one of the Mandalorian ladies, uh, Eating a slug. Eating a worm. It was gross. And they say, what do they say here? They say... This episode had so many kind of false starts and then resets. The pacing right. was terrible. You're right. They say, hey, by the way, we know where Jedi are. Do you know where Jedi is? No. We know where Jedi are. We can help you. You got to help us. Is that all that happens here, basically? Yeah. Who cares? And then and they he says, okay, I got the, got the, we're going to go raid the ship because they, we want to we wanna reestablish the planet and we need some weapons. Okay, blah. Some Imperials here. We're gonna fight back. We want to. We want to. Blah blah blah. And then Mandalorian drops the baby off with the frogs. Yeah, 
He's like, can you watch the baby? And the frogs don't really speak English, so I guess I hope they said yes. <laughs> it's it a really, really great shot where the, the baby, the frogs go, now look at the babies. And they push his head kind of, it's kind of just cute, up against the glass. And you see this great shot. We love before the distortion of the baby of the baby going, ooh, eggs. And also we see an egg come out. And yeah. he goes, oh. <laughs> and there's just a little tab of bone. Well, it hatches. We see it hatch. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, oh. She's great. Did did he learn his lesson? In that, in that moment, I think he did. Okay. I wish, I wish I could have. He could have just turned the camera and told us. I think Bryce Dallas Howard has a respect for the unborn. I think so too. That Mister Ant Man does not have. Well, they were born. They became born in that moment. She she did not have him eat them. He did say, "Mind your manners." You know what I mean. Oh gosh, you're right. There's this incredible, terribly shot uh, where they're just all the Mandalorians are just kind of posted up on the Razor Crest. They're just sitting there. Sitting there. And they say, hey, by the way, there's the ship we need to take. There it is. We got, we got to get some weapons. Say, okay, we can't, we can't, we can't. It was we, all about the weapons. What they was scan, it? They scan for life forms. We want to see the weapons. And it, it, wasn't there something about the weapons being stolen from their people? I, I didn't really follow. I, I think I'm in there. Why do, why, why do it that way? What? So they just, need, they just need the weapons, but then the whole thing's on a ship. Why do it on a ship? Is there another weapon depot? It's track? just for false tension. That's all it is. That's so all it is. Do do does the Empire occupy Trask? I don't know. Is there a garrison there? I don't know. Or is it just kind of like just three guys? I don't know. Anyway, they got they got on the ship. You wanted they... to, but well, you wanted to talk about the design of the ship. It's sucked. I'm just saying the design of the ship was not good because I, I there's some really good designs in this ship. We talk about the tugboat. We talk about the the, the crane. But this ship was pure, just kind of. Transformers. It did not look spaceship. imperial on the outside, but it looked imperial it didn't, on did the outside. It did not look Star Wars. did not look Star Wars. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, sorry. That's all I can say. So, so but the whole premise here is this thing can't go to atmosphere before it clears the Harper Zone, but you can't get on it because then they'll scan you. So if you kind of jump on there while it's taking off of the Harper Zone, you're good. You get this kind of cool shot where they go, go they're flying to the atmosphere, and there's just two, two stormtroopers just hanging out on a balcony. You know, probably talking about the kid back home, and these guys just show up and murder him. I thought stealth would have been cooler. Here's a question. Here's a question. Don't you agree? You, you, yeah, that would have been kind of cool. I would like that. Thank you. But they, 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 they signed the alarm immediately. They say, pirates! Yeah. You, you've been bizarrely fascinated in the past. You've been known for this. Bizarrely. It's been bizarre, frankly. In the, the shape and design of Stormtrooper helmets. Yeah. What did you make of this? Um, Were they the same as Episode 1? Anything different you saw? I have to compare it to season one. I'll tell you what I did notice is it's yeah. the A New Hope armor. It uh, look, it has the all the upgrades were on the Death Star two and it blew up. They had to go back to the old model, right? Uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think is probably the best Stormtrooper armor. Yeah, where the mouth is just jet black. Very cool. Yeah, very B A. B A. Sometimes said that. Yeah, uh, A New Hope. The close up. The, the 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 helmets used for close up shots. The mouths are gray with black teeth. Yeah, that's what these were. You don't like that? No, I don't. <laughs> I like it less. I mean, stormtrooper, it's cool. I like it. I like it less. Hmm. So I think Rogue One did the same thing. I would guess these are probably leftover costumes from Rogue One. To tell yeah. you the truth, Le- leftover. <laughs> totally. We gotta use them again. We gotta get our money out. This show's made on budget. So they get in the ship. The CG and was blown on the uh, the crash, the crash landing. <laughs> the crash landing. It was. Can you believe this is? A sh- oh yeah. Th- yeah this no, is a show that. where 
Every episode Massive came. amounts of millions of dollars are spent on CGI space flight sequences. And then there's also there's also an, uh, an element of this show. Well, there are also parts where, literally, there's a baby tadpole frog attached to a string flailing around in a bowl. <laughs> so there's amazing stuff and then terrible stuff. I do want to push back though. The space flight stuff mostly almost always is models, from what I saw. For real. Mm-hmm. All right. That's really cool. The space flights look great. Not the ina- not the atmospheric stuff. Oh, that's different. Yeah, that's different. what I'm trying that's to say. Okay. My bad. My bad. Okay, fair enough. Continue. What do you make of, first of well, all, before I get there, we see the cockpit and there's a, a man who's very tan. What is that actor's? He, I don't know Bo- his name. It's Bosch. For real? Amazon show, I believe. It's Bosch? What are you talking about? This is an Amazon original show called Bosch. Oh, okay. I think this is the actor. Okay. And, uh, I thought I was saying Bosch for a second. Yeah, <laughs> it was not Bosch. That's him. Trend oceans underneath are just humans. <laughs> We're all the same underneath our skin, okay? Like skin, like skin people. <laughs> He's an ASL. Uh, he looked pretty tan, which I thought was weird. I I, I thought that was maybe like a, a mark of privilege compared to the very pale. No, I'll tell you what that was. Is the actor has been out on the beach, and then he said, "Oh, it's time to do Star Wars." Here's my cool cameo in Star Wars. Look, as always, I try to make I try to be charitable, have imagination. I don't do that. Thank you. I like the the other two guys are kind of pale. This is a they've been they've been on trash for a long time. This guy probably not. Interesting. Anyway, I'm smarter than you. Or so, the ship has a, a tanning booth for the officers. <laughs> That's where he's been. God, definitely. What do you make of, and this is a big problem. This is a big problem. I, I, I got to save some space in this episode for this. I liked it. <laughs> you like this part, really? <laughs> so in the Clone Wars, you can kind of get away with characters just kind of walking and fighting in hallways. Because you can kind of just do a lot of stuff. You can well, you can do way more with the camera. You do way more with the camera. When I, there's just there's been a lot of action scenes in the show, season one. In Rick Fukunawa's hands, the prisoner escape episode. Okay, you butchered that man's name. What's his name? Famuyiwa. You got the first name right, so thank okay. you. Well done. Uh, he's he's pretty imaginative. He's he's playing with lights. He's doing all these kind of cool like scary things. He did a good job. Filmmaker. He's a filmmaker. Someone could call him a filmmaker. <laughs> uh, this episode, however, they're just kind of everybody's just kind of in a hallway. So there's there's a cool beat where they're using the thermal things. They're shooting. Hey, there's two hallways. It's too always. They're kind of they're behind the cover and they're shooting. <laughs> Do you notice by the way the, the female Mandalorians? So the the Mandalorian helmets always kind of have the the inward cheek curves. Mm-hmm. Those are sharper, mm-hmm. very sharp. Mm-hmm. I like that. Sorry, harsh cheekbones like women have. That's cool. Love that. Okay, that's not true. I take it back. <laughs> take it back. Men have sharp cheekbones. They do. I I apologize, please. So it's, it's all good. Um, my gender software. The female has community been, has forgiven you. The gender software has been corrupted. I just got an email. People, <laughs> we're good. People that apologize at gmail Women have forgiven you. From females at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> anyway, everything's just kind of in a hallway. And after a while, I just go, there's not really much you can do in a hallway without, without like, crates, boxes. Sure, crates could be exploding. There's there's a cool part where they roll some grenades out, and I just see a whole garrison of troopers just walk towards the grenade. And I go, did you, did you not see the grenade? <laughs> and there's this part where there's this kind of officer, a security officer, and the guy's like, they're coming to you. He's like, okay, seal the door, seal the door, seal the door. It's like this weird modern humor moment. Didn't like it. But the whole beat revolves around them terrible. coming down an elevator. And the elevator door just opens, and every gun they have is trained at the elevator. It's a kill box. Do you remember the part when, uh... There's this really funny uh, behind-the-scenes shots. Bryce Dallas Howard has clearly never played a first-person shooter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or play Airsoft. Or, or as, or I airsoft. as I have. As I have. 
Remember in A New Hope when uh, the stormtroopers blow a hole in the elevator door in the car in the the deten- Star detention center? Of course, I remember that. And there's there's this funny blooper sequence where the armor is so bulky they kind of just fall and trip forward. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> look, this is a kill box. Just matter what armor you're wearing, you're gonna die if you get here. <laughs> However, this time, despite they're just shooting as soon as the door opens, it just negates all of the Imperials' technical advantage. I just go, look, I don't. This is not good. Well, it would have been cool if the 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 door opens and it's empty, and they go, hmm? and they they're, they're on top of the shaft, and they kind of Ooh. rappel down or something like that. Ooh, that's awesome. Know. It's anyway, that's great. It took me five seconds to solve it. You just see you just see a hand pop down. They go, huh? And then wrist rocket oh. shoots out. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> or they take the backpack off and they just hold that down, and the warhead comes off. Or uh, that's good. Or whistling birds. I mean, that's worked before. There's no one in there, and they say, they say one, one trooper, go in there. He goes, me? That's pretty good. They go in there, they go in there, and he goes, whoa! He gets pulled up. Another <laughs> one, go! And then that one, that one falls down. He sure. goes, he goes, oh. and he's like, what's wrong, trooper? He turns around, and there's a jetpack on. He goes, <laughs> he's spiraling around. He's this whole crazy thing. Anyway, oh my god, suicide bummer. The door's closed, and he goes. We got him. The guy in the front goes, you got him. What happened? We steal the doors. We steal them in the cargo control area. He goes, good. He goes, oh. And then because of the cargo cargo control area, they're able to open the doors. The officer or the captain knew what the problem was. So it's kind of strange. Well, the officer in the cockpit knew. The security officer was stupid. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to say the captain. Yeah. The captain knew that these guys were in a trap. Look, he has a disregard for human life. How did he know? We learned that later. Well, the line. They're in the ca- they're in the cargo hold control area. He goes, okay, oh, all right, all right. I got it. If he if, if I can get it, he can get it. Okay. okay. So they get in there and they they they, they flush all the bad guys out of the, the toilet. Goodbye. And they get out there and they look in the city. And, and the they, weapons they wanted went with them. And they go look at all these. No, <laughs> no they were they were magnetically. Thank you, thank you. It's magnetically sealed. You were passionate about that. Interesting. It's a new hope quote. You're, Is it really? You're too dumb to get it. Oh. Luke? Yeah. Death Star? In the, yeah, the trash Trust compactor. Writer? I got that. I got the adventure. I got the adventure. Thank you. <laughs> Take some time. That was a deep cut. I I fell down the deep the deep cut. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> they get the weapons and they're, they're weapons. They got the weapons. And imagine how much we can do with this. They look cool. I like the guns. There's actually a really cool shot of the fe- other female man. I wanted weapons. to know the make, model, and uh, number of the gun. This is, this is an E-Web repeating cannon blaster. <laughs> sure. It'll rain down fire. Uh, anyway, uh, he gives them the comic, and they're kind of just saying, "I'm gonna get up there and kill you." No, no, you're not. No, yes, I will. I'm actually gonna take this. Is if you you can jettison the crates, but we're gonna come back and fight. He says, "Actually, I'm gonna take your whole ship." And the other one goes, "Whoa, dude, I didn't sign up for this." I, you know, we're just like kidnapping. It's like we're taking the ship now. And she says, "Uh, he said, that's you changing. You're changing the deal." And she says, "That's the way. This is the way." Kind of mocking his Mandalorian religion. It was unkind, frankly. Yeah. It's not tolerant. But why would she do that? Mandalorians are enlightened people. They shouldn't do that. This is, oh gosh. The Lord, this yeah. is where the Lord collapses in on itself. Why, why didn't she say, look, I'm sorry, but we, gotta, we just got to do it. Why don't why, why I just level with him? That's fine. Look, the war is to come. I need good men with like you. you you're a Mandalorian. You owe a lot to the society, and we, we're going to call upon you. And look, I get it. You can't answer the call now, but help take the ship at least. Come on. Why do you... She makes an argument based on principle like that. Sure. But why didn't they do that? Do they want her to appear mean? Or is it just, is it just for false drama and there's no real reason? False drama. 100%. Okay. So they, they shoot some more people and they're pinned down because lasers, which has never stopped them before. 
and they say, what are we going to do? We're and then Din Djarin heroically sacrifices himself by running out and just, he's getting shot. Me and my friend talk about this too. Uh, he just kind of runs out and basically falls down and he goes, <laughs> he throws out some grenades and kills them all. <laughs> and Terrible. then he's fine. He's totally fine. Yeah, so two things. Before that though, we got to remember, Jinko gets on the, gets on the call and says, he is there. He says, yo, we get some pirates. You were able to get them off? Nope. Well, you know what to do. Okay. He shoots his guys and he goes, and he starts to make the thing, thing crash. Music goes, dun, 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 Long live the Empire. Long live the Empire. It's a Hail Hydra moment. Yeah. The Empire, Empire, the Empire was never that. Suicidal fools. The Empire was never that. I know. It's, it's, the Empire is, the Empire is, you gotta. They are re- rewriting our history. The Empire is part Nazi, yes. But the Nazis never had suicide bombers. Ja- the Japs did. The Jap, absolutely. Jeff? But then the Empire is also kind of part British Navy. Can we call them that, Jeps? Uh, you can. I'm not going <laughs> to participate. But the the Empire is this well-oiled machine. They're efficient, mm. and they're they're actually good at their job. I don't think they would do that. But then it's the Imperial Remnant, and then also the story is just not well written. So how about we just not think about it anymore? <laughs> you know, it's been fun. We spent enough time trying to explain the show. So all I want to say is I did not buy the suicide. Packed. We. I didn't buy either suicide. Suicide yeah. protocol, actually. I didn't. I didn't buy any of the suicide. Th- any of the three suicides. What were the other two? The dip down. Yeah. The bite the tooth. Right. And Dan Dan Jarn, Dan's weird shoot me all you want. The cy- suicide the cyanide attack. pill. Yeah. The electric cyanide pill. pill. Anyway, uh, I say anyway so many times. <laughs> if anyone would like to do a compilation of the times I say anyway, I would welcome that. Anyway, um, Dan. He's shot a billion times. It turns out none of the troopers really found the weak points in his armor, despite the heavy cannon trained on him. So, despite them being very obviously exposed, I, I guess, I, you asked this question really, really astutely, as you are known to be astute at times. Huh? Could the other, could the other troopers just not do this? Me? Is his Beskar better than theirs? Because his is shinier. It's shinier. Wait, is theirs even Beskar though? Yeah. But then the Quarren said, "Oh no, the Mon Cal said I've he'd seen, seen Beskar." Beskar. Yeah. Why are they there? Maybe he's mistaken. Why are they there? Maybe there's oh, there's other Mandalorians that have shiny Beskar steel armor. And they're just chumps. Beskar's they're stupid. Efficient. But anyway, yeah, it's just it's just terrible. This is where... Um, they say thanks for doing that. Let me get to the cockpit. Very astutely, you said it just makes sense and it doesn't. I want to I wanna say, this would be incredibly sexist, but it's, it's also incredibly true. Here we go. We mentioned earlier, Bryce Dallas Howard... You know, great motherly eye, great kind of sweet emotional scenes between father and son and Here comes. frog and tadpole. Here comes. I like those. Here comes. Not good at action. Not. The way you get the way you get good at directing action scenes. Part of it is learning how to hold a camera and do that and watch a movie and stuff. That's part of it. That's part of it. The other part is when you're five years old and you're just playing with your toys. You're playing with your action figures. Hmm. And you're making sound effects and you're you're you've built a castle out of your cassette tapes <laughs> and you have nice. a guy at the top nice and you're below them looking up at him you're going this is a movie i'm, I'm making an action movie right now yeah you know what i mean there's the v- that sense- the vcr is the evil monster who eats them sure there's a boyish sense of play that is within every boy and some girls but most boys all boys not the betas <laughs> Later. bryce Dallas howard does not have that She's not have uh, an X chromosome, turns out. Did I yeah, get she has right? at least one. She has two Y chromosome. She has two Y. She has, yeah. Two X. 
What am I saying? <laughs> Look, I'm. Please correct me. Females have two X's. Men have XY. Thank you. You're welcome. She doesn't have a Y chromosome. She doesn't have a Y axis. <laughs> That's related, right? Everything she did was horizontal. That's true. <laughs> I do remember anyway, that. Anyway, my, my terribly stupid, biologically impaired... Um, <laughs> biologically impaired. <laughs> sexist rambling. It's just trying to say... Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's strength is not action. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. So we stumble our way into the cockpit. Kind of getting away with these action scenes. Yeah, her, her kind of sense of action is just... People are going to shoot at each other really fast. <laughs> yeah. And that works kind of well at the beginning, but not as well here. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Get the cockpit. He says, where is the thing I need? They have, they have these little kind of a... Uh, wrist knife. Wrist spring switchblades. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw those in the Clone Wars. That's kind of cool. Although, man, uh, Din Djarin actually has a knife earlier. Just a whole on knife. I wanted to see that. Yeah, that was a cool knife. I wanted to see more. It had, had some runes on Imagine, it. Imagine, okay, you know in Lord of the Rings, that deleted scene, Fellowship of the Ring, where Aragorn is uh, cleaning it. He kills a deer and he's cleaning the deer with a yeah. knife. Yeah. And then, that's a really good deleted scene. Imagine Mandalorian doing that. Mandalorian and Baby Yoda get to a planet. They crash land on a planet. And this... This guy in a robe shows up and he says, "You finally come." And then Lorian says, "What are you talking about? I'm not. I didn't mean to crash land here." He said, "No, you. We've been waiting. We've, we've been waiting. We've been waiting, Dinjarin. We know your name." And then he just he just points far off into this, and amidst the the mist of just the bog, you see a mountain peak cresting out. And Din says, "All right, I got a journey. I gotta go." And the whole episode is just the journey there. Okay. And you see him, you know. He has to fight a swamp creature, okay. a bog creature, and he cleans it and he feeds it to Yoda. Maybe he has to fight some rodents of unusual size. That'd be good too. They're pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I actually kind of stole this from Samurai Jack episode. Really good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Where, uh, but to to make a, a greater point, it's kind of austere. Hmm. It's kind of austere, like Tartovsky. Totally. Cool. But the the real point I want to make is, um. This episode, we mentioned a pacing problem. This episode is always trying to kind of uh, tie tie up loose ends from the previous episode, but also open loose ends <laughs> that are to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian needs just more self-contained episodes. It's got to figure out a way to do a self-contained story while also advancing the plot. It doesn't know how to do that. It doesn't really it's all just false starts and stops where here's one line of Wikipedia information that... Up- Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... I think in my, I think, in the words that I just said, I did make a point. There was there was a point in there. There was a kernel of a point. It, it, tre- be, it probably needs to be sharpened. It was, it was, point. My point was a treasure in a field, and if you sell all your belongings, you will understand. You will understand. You also be very poor after that. <laughs> it, will not, it will not have been worth it. It's okay. So uh, she says, "Hey, look, I need that sword. I need that dark saber because uh, you know who has it." And he says, "Long live Empire." Why does she need it? To rule her people. Why? She wants to rule her people. Why? So she does believe in the old ways. Hmm. The way. I mean, yeah. She All right. She wants to get over the prime minister and duchess. Okay. Very, very, uh. Okay. So then, so then the guy kills himself. Yeah. With a zappy. A zappy. A zappy pill. Zap tooth. Zap tooth. Zap tooth. That's a good product. I'll, I'll watch a Hulu commercial for that. Zap tooth. <laughs> uh, and they're able to pull the ship up so there's some crash. Whoopie doo. Whoopie doo. He says, hey, if we, you were a good fighter. If you, if you want to come with us, you can. He says, uh, no, I'm good. Worth the Jedi. That you will go to the desert planet, take the foundling with you, and part down by the forest. There you will find 
did it. Yeah. And you screamed. I don't care. You screamed. Stupid. You screamed. Early in the episode, er, early in the episode when they meet Bo-Katan and she creates this deal and she says, I'll let you, I'll tell you about a Jedi if you help us. And I, I immediately go with Sokotana. Immediately. Yeah. Because yeah. I see through the corporate structure of Star Wars and I know they used a whole season of Star Wars to set up Bo-Katan and Ahsoka-Tano and they went, hey, people like these characters. Uh... And well, they did. Let's put a girl in some uh, Tortuga they, outfit. They did announce that Rosario Dawson will be playing Ahsoka Tano, so yeah. we know she's showing up at some point. Yeah. But anyway, did we know? Uh, did we know Bo-Katan was gonna be in this? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I saw that actress before. I was conditioned to like her, unlike you, to accept her rather. You. Um. Yeah. So this it's supposed cool. to be this cool moment of Ahsoka Tano. I just went. I don't care. It's not tonight. Even give us a teaser. She's gonna look terrible. It's going to be live action, terrible prosthetics. It's going to be terrible. I want it to be good. I have it's going to be terrible. I hope. I hope. Okay. Also, uh, Rosario Dawson's very problematic. I would say the boob armor is problematic. However, I could accept it. However, can you imagine? Rosario Dawson. Can you imagine just the articles we're going to get of just like, oh my gosh. We love, we love Ahsoka, but this actress is. I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> anyway. Were you, were, you, were you really jazzed by Ahsoka Tana, the mention? Yeah, I'll say it was. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Maybe I'm, I've been wanting to see a Jedi for a long time. <laughs> She's not a Jedi. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. <sighs> she left behind that order. Luke made her Jedi. She got her Jedi certificate. Oh, that could be cool. Because this is after Rebels, which is after her encounter with Darth Vader. Yeah. So that could be cool. So What's she up to? Ahsoka Tano. I'm, trying, I'm do, digging deep here in my, in my Rebels lore. I'm not really sure what she's been up to. I don't know. Because Ezra, it was Ezra and Thrawn who went through time. Time? Yeah. Time travel in Star Wars? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oops. That's weird. Ahsoka, you don't really know her fate. Her fate was never tied in Rebels, so I guess they would save it for this. What, what a stroke of corporate brilliance. <laughs> so yes. anyway, I, no, I really have no idea what to expect with her. I have no idea. What do you think? What do you predict? Well, I think... Will she be... Here's the problem. There's <clears throat> yep. no way she's going to be a recurring character. Probably not. Rosario Dawson's probably too expensive. One episode of Ahsoka Tano? That's unacceptable. Cameo, basically. She's upstage. She upstages everything immediately. Just like Boba Fett did when he got on screen. I agree. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? <laughs> By your prediction, episode four. But, uh... So Tano, episode four. Uh, he goes back to Tatooine for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need another pram. I saw prams are Why us. would he go back to Tatooine at this point? Prams are us. Need that prim. For seriously though, what prims for us? Okay, you you got it. You, yeah, Sokotano. Um, what what will your feeling be if Boba Fett does not appear at all in the show, other than that one moment? My feeling, I will not feel anything. It will not surprise me at all. I'd feel deeply betrayed, guy. Man, I wouldn't. I would expect nothing more from this stupid show. <laughs> Dang. Anyway, like just, just wrap it up real quick. There's a there's a, a you, frog in a bowl. Well, you asked me what I was gonna expect with Sokotano. I did. I wanted to finish the plot so we could just go in free form. The analysis. plot's done. Okay. I was disappointed that there was no tease of Ahsoka at the end because this episode was, this episode was thirty minutes long. Yeah, that'd be good. Give, us, give me one shot. Yeah, that'd or, be good. Give me a shot from behind. Sure. Give me a shot of uh, look down and walk, like you said, Boba Fett. I don't care. <laughs> sure. That's look down. <laughs> That's or hey, maybe walk and look down. Whoa! Let's mix it that'd up. Be new. <laughs> look, looking up. That'd be weird. Well, at you can't see your mark. It's tough. Oh, you Ahsoka... put a mark on the ceiling. Would Ahsoka be in hiding? That makes me sad if she's in hiding. 
This is weird because Her, now Empire's over. It's just no no reason to hide. Now what I'm about to do, yes, you're right. What 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 we're doing now is we're trying to square Star Wars lore with Mandalorian. Yeah. The the lore we know and love. However, as we know, they don't care. Um. I'm sure they'll just. I'm sure Ahsoka will appear and it will make no sense. And then there will be fan outcry, and next season they'll get a line explaining, oh, it made sense. A retcon or something. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be good. Because for it to be sat- look, for it to be satisfying, you've got to tie in Ahsoka Tano with what's going on with Luke's new Jedi Order. How can you have a Jedi? Jedi Ron knew nothing. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. What if she's cynical like Luke? Hmm. I don't want that. Golly. Could you imagine Ahsoka and Luke meet? Mm-hmm. Also, Roseanne, what's her name? Rosario Dawson. She's probably too young, too, frankly. She's getting pretty old. But yeah, to play this character. All I'm saying is Luke. (laughs) She is whatever, how old Luke is, plus 17. Yeah. Right? Because whatever. How cool Luke gets to her and says, wait, I've heard about you, Sagatano. Did you know my father? And there's this really sweet scene. That'd be good. Where she's to tell him the man that she loved and respected and trained her and she became best friends with. She sees then. that in Luke once again. Yeah, she says, I'll, I'll Luke can you. tell her that Anakin died a noble death. Oh my god, that would be great. That'd be awesome. She's she's carrying around this guilt. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. And then Luke is able to give her peace. That's a real story tower right there. Thank and, you. But then and then she she grabs her two lightsabers. She puts it at the feet of Luke and says, "I will I will serve you. I Ooh. before I followed I followed your Chosen. father. Chosen. I haven't followed anyone since. Chosen. I'll follow you. That's good. That's real good." And then we flash back to when Anakin... That is the only story worth telling of Star Wars. I'm sorry. Everything else is nonsense. The new Jedi. Yeah. yeah. It is. As the spiritual edification of the show. You can't... You can't well, look, hey. These other shows can happen. They just can't happen until you have that one. I agree. You know? To be fair, Rey uh, adopted the Skywalker mantle. She will build a new generation of Skywalkers. What if Rey meets Soga? And Ahsoka kills her. <laughs> you're not a Skywalker. That's great. Wait, you're the Emperor's daughter? Ooh, that's good. Granddaughter? That's good. <laughs> that's good. That's just so sweet what you mentioned. Of. He, he died a noble death. He died well. She just cries or whatever. I don't know. That's very sweet. And then, awesome. and then Hayden just appears in the background. So, and guys. then he said, and then Luke says, he would say in a more cool way than this, he would say, look, I understand the mistakes, in the, Je- the mistakes of the Jedi. I understand why you left the Order. We're gonna we're we're gonna work on that. Oh, it's so we're gonna build something new together. Oh my you and I. God. You and I. You could teach the girls, teach the guys. Co-ed. It'll be co-ed. Then they get married. And then Ahsoka says, "I'm now known as Mara Jade." <laughs> I need a new name. Call me Mara. Mara Jade. Right. True self. New uh, name. And then you see Hayden in the background. He's just there. He's there. He, he just winks. He nods. He goes, "Yes." <laughs> Hayden Christensen of course Anakin Skywalker's dead but they get the actor Hayden Christensen to play a new character <laughs> dude Hayden Christensen plays Luke that's fine <laughs> that's fine that hurts my heart you saying these things this story is so good it is good I just kind of made it up on the spot there's really no chance of it happening zero Zero. <laughs> Unless that's all happening, and the very end, another ship lands and a Mandalorian. They say, "Okay, I'll come back later. You got company." Hayden's a Mandalorian. 
No, I just mean like it's just a whole different show for a second, and then oh, by the way, Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, we can't take. We, there's no more room here, but but then Luke Luke sees the family and goes, Master Yoda, Master Yoda, Master Yoda, you've returned to me. <laughs> no, he goes, Master Yoda, you survived. You survived, <laughs> my little green friend. That's great. That's so good. Oh. Yet again, the show could be way better. Okay, but let's put aside all our incredible ideas. What is Ahsoka actually going to do? Because the Jedi... Take the kid? I don't know. Look, isn't the quest over if he finds Ahsoka? Yeah. Or or will they pull a, I'm not really a Jedi, go find a real Jedi, Luke? That yeah, work. probably. All right. Maybe all right. I mean, it'll be passable. They actually have Luke. This episode was, How will you feel about them casting a different Luke? Another actor for Luke? I'm okay. I'm cool with it. I'm okay with more Hamill, honestly. Yeah, really I can't old. wait till season five of the Mandalorian to the Jedi Temple series. Dun 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 dun. dun. And then Kylo Ren okay, guys, blows it up. Open your books to chapter seven. <laughs> sure. I remember when I saw. Do you remember how it was really cool when Ben Solo's tragic backstory was revealed in a comic book? And the backstory even makes sense. Yeah. It was immediately retconned by episode nine. Uh, oh, what I'm talking about is after episode nine came out, and then they revealed the, the true the true backstory. <laughs> It's terrible. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I had something. Do you remember when, when you saw the temple in episode eight? Yeah. And you went, did you have the reaction of going, huh? The one on Octu? No. The one on whatever the planet is where it gets burned down. So, okay. But in eight, not in seven? Yeah. Okay. What did you think when you saw that? I mean, you see it first in seven. Sure. But I mean, you get a, you really get a good look at it, I think, in this one. Right. In eight. Maybe I maybe missed. I don't remember. I remember thinking in seven it looks very Indian. Yeah. But the key thing is small. So the Star Wars of the EU is wildly imaginative, wildly fun. Wildly. Better. I mean, it is out of control. They're back in Coruscant. They're back in establishing. Thirty yeah. years are back in establishing. Sure. And I see. No one. No one knows about the Jedi. They're on just some planet of some Indian huts. Yeah. Wouldn't they want to reclaim the Jedi Temple? Yeah. And exercise, you know, Sheev's weird experiments and stuff. Yeah. That'd be a good episode. It'd be really good, and for, to see. To see Luke, first of all, not being a beacon of hope to the galaxy. No one, no one knows who the Jedi are still. Yeah, I forgot. And to see them so small, and not this kind of respected, awesome thing. I hear you. I hear you. It's just sad. So, really, then there's nothing, I'll be probably be sad next episode, but I'll be really cool to see so good. If they do, if they do, if they do her well, go go to go to Google who was directing this episode. Okay. Chapter twelve. Okay. Google that. You're, you're not very good at Googling. Googling that last time. My mic is in the way. That's okay. <laughs> the audience will forgive you. Mandalorian. Chapter 12. Chapter 12. What is the name of it, too, if you can find that out? That'd be really cool. Give me some time. Hey, enter. Chapter 12. I'm on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Directed by... You're n- you would never guess it. Try. Try to guess who it is. It's somebody that I know. It's someone you know. Give me a hint. This is, is very surprising. Give me a hint. That's the hint. George Lucas. No, sadly. Give me a hint. Actor. Mark Hamill. No. You'll never get it. It's, it's Carl Weathers. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's weird. Oh, <laughs> hey, let's give the, the most important possible episode of the series to Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Disney? 
We got to have a diverse array of directors. No, no. Rick Famuyiwa was uh, busy this season. They kind of abandoned their whole stable of directors from last season, didn't they? Peyton Hill, who? Dude. You're making more Star Wars. You got money behind it. You got a chance to get Steven Spielberg on Star Wars, finally. And you don't do it. Because you don't want to pay him enough? Because you don't want to spend money on a TV show? thing that's propping up they're Disney. already spending millions of dollars on it not enough <laughs> not enough yeah uh it's disappointing i'm sorry i feel like i've uh i feel like i, definitely I this episode more have tainted me yeah i feel is like there, i brought there, you down some is there a chapter title yeah there's not okay. not Where's, on wikipedia star wars leaks no i'm not gonna go there <laughs> okay. you've, been, you've been hurt by that place before <laughs> no i haven't okay i just i we don't need to go there right now <laughs> okay. and that's our predictions for the episode we got we got those I appreciate this episode. There wasn't really a moral story, once again. This episode was passable. I really appreciate it for the momentum of the story. I really appreciated it. So that, I got some high marks from me. Okay. Relatively high marks. I hear you. I go, wow. I was I was, I was, was in the desert. I had to drink a murky fluid. I didn't, it wasn't very tasty, but it kept me alive. <laughs> murky fluid. That's murky good. Murky fluid. Good word choice. Thank you. I'm good at words these days. You're, yeah, you've gotten it, way better. They come to me. Good job, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. <laughs> why you, that. you seem sleepy. I'm good. All right, cool. I'm, I'm a little sleepy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Uh, final comments. Final words. I don't know. Look, I don't like Mandalorian. I'm sorry. <laughs> what What could happen next episode? What can episode? I say? Hold on. Hold on. What can I say? You are really searching your temples right now. Yeah. It works. <laughs> Stir the memories. Stir the thoughts. There's some cool stuff in this episode. You could tell that they're spending more money on this season. Yeah, every episode gets a quota of one intense CGI sequence. And there are more locales. Locales. More imaginative locales. That's good. Um, Locations, some might call them. (laughs) But uh, I don't know, man. It's just... I can only say it so many times. Good question. This My is just... Bo-Katan is in here. Ahsoka Tano will be here only because people like season seven. My friend recently posed this question to me. He That's said, lame. We were talking about it and he was he, he, he had said that we've been a bit negative, which is true. He said, would you, would you prefer there be no Mandalorian? No, no, yes. no, no live action Star Wars. The answer is yes. Credit to this. Absolutely. And uh, you may feel differently. Millions of Star Wars out there will feel differently. Mm-hmm. Star Wars fans, sorry. <laughs> I want, I, I do not want more Star Wars if it's not good. I don't need more Star Wars. I'm good. Episode 3 is a fine ending point. It's beautiful. I don't, I'm, I do not need more Star Wars. I don't need Star Wars in perpetuity, you know? I just want, I want it to be good. Because I'm past the point in my life where... You just uh, need thing to fill your time. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm past the point Star in my life where chips. I'm a fan of something, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan, of, I like good things. I don't, I'm not a fan of anything anymore, to, to tell you the truth. Whoa. I'm a fan of episode three. That's a, I'm a big fan of episode three. Hmm. That's fair. You see what I mean? That's what you mean. Yeah. People are treating this show just like passing time. You think so? I think so. Yeah, well, uh, well, let's be let's be fair. 
the guy you're talking to, mm-hmm. is he really enjoying the show? Let us know. Prequel, prequel, so. prequel fans. I think so. Prequel pod fans. You guys really like the show. Do you think this is meaningfully contributing to Star Wars? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to hear that. We will read your comments on air. We will. On air. And then we will destroy them. We'll destroy them. We, will. we won't. We will we respect will, them deeply. We will straw man you into oblivion. We will respect them. We'll see, we'll, we will steel man you. Steel man. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I'd like to see you that. heard that? I don't. That's where you make your opponent's argument as strong as possible. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Eric Weinstein. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you think? When he asked me that, I said yes. <clears throat> what was the question again? <laughs> no, no live action Star Wars or Mandalorian. You, you'd rather take none. No, I, I said I would take it. Oh, interesting. You and I are at odds. We're fighting now. Battle. Music. Start here. No. We're just, we're, why? What's it, what, why do you think that? My reasoning was pretty pathetic. <laughs> I remember correctly. I remember saying, like, I, I just love Star Wars. I just love seeing it. I love seeing... Just really cool to see live-action Star Wars. What if it takes this show to kind of get out the kinks of a good live-action Star Wars show? Yeah, I don't know. My response to that is... It's not. They're not working out the kinks. They're making very f- basic mistakes. Yeah. When it comes to writing, world building, character yeah, and stuff like that. I definitely said I would. Okay. Um, I respect that. I, I appreciate how the Mandalorian is bringing more people to Star Wars. Okay. They're, they're on the boat. Okay. They're on the boat. They're watching episode three. They're going, wow, this is better than I thought. This is okay. good. I like this. They're watching the Clone Wars. They're saying, Tan, who's that? I gotta watch that. Wow, Sogo Tan's great. I like okay. that. Is that worth it? No. It's not worth it? No. I thought, I thought you said it was worth it. Those things are great. I'm trying to wonder. Are those things worth it? I'd probably say no now. Okay. But you said the show should exist. I changed my mind. Wait, really? Already? On, on air. Interesting. Mind change. Should Is it worth the LED wall? No. Absolutely. <laughs> Get that garbage out of, out of here. Hey, John Favreau said he needed it. I can't. You He's theorized so... it was Kathleen Kennedy's idea for a long time, but then we watched the gallery and it was John Favreau because he ran into... But Kathleen Kennedy took it as his project. Her project. As her project. Interesting. Well, she's, she's still she still didn't understand it though. She's a parasitic organism. Either she was doing a bit or she didn't understand it. She said, "So why does it have to be a video game software?" She's went, doing a bit. Yeah. I just went. Are you, are you sure? Remember, she looked kind of insecure. She did look insecure. Hmm. It was a weird, weird. You, you. I, I like that you had vulnerable. You, you liked that she was vulnerable. She felt like she, or she was nervous. I saw. I saw her as a real human there. Yeah. She was... As opposed to a lizard. She was... A lizard. It was a terrible round table. There were weird... Uh, it looked like gaming computer walls behind them. <laughs> what if just random glass walls we were peering through? That would be, be better. For a foreground object. That would be better. <laughs> That's what we got, remember? No, it wasn't... It was... It was Yes, but you remember the... the they had a kind of grid look to them, and they were yeah. colored purple. Yeah. Anyway. That's pretty bad. I would have taken solid glass. Yeah, there. that would be neat. There's, there's, you have an LED wall set. Just put them anywhere. Put them in the cantina. That's a good point. Easy. That's, that's a good point. Easy. Okay. Anyway, but cool. what I was gonna say was Star Wars Gallery, the Round Table, Kathleen Kennedy, John Favreau, other people I don't care about, and they're all there talking, and Kathleen Kennedy is just so horribly and so obviously outmatched by John Favreau, yeah. who's super casual. I mean, he's this big guy, and his arms are just kind of spread out. He's just talking with his arms, Alpha. so casual. Because he's the, he is the experienced filmmaker. Kathleen Kennedy's over here, and she's kind of she's made herself very small. 
Her fingers are clasped together and kind of nervously. Very tight posture. Very tight. And uh, I just feel sorry for her. I do. I see humanity there. And I go, I see someone who was thrust into this position, perhaps for social justice politics. I don't know. (laughs) Perhaps. 2012. Lucas chose her, remember? Yes, but why did he choose her? Oh, come on. He likes her. Okay. Look, her track record's not good. But anyway, I'm just saying. Super. She's out of her element, and I just felt, I I really just felt felt her. her. I did. That's good. In that moment. I'm glad that you you could do that. And then I went, get her out of there. (laughs) Be gone with them. Be gone gone with John Favreau take over everything. Really? You went John Favreau in charge of Star Wars? He did well. He did well. He he had been called Marvel's house style. He is the house salad of cinema, cinema these days. He is the... I don't see that. He is... This is Ross Douthat. <laughs> he has perfected the house style from the other movies. Look, Ross Douthat doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to movies. Well, Ross Douthat knows what he's talking about when it comes to civilizational collapse. What's he, what's he about? Okay. okay. He has produced this kind of just very... Safe. Marvel. Cinematic style. That was the time no, for most Ro- okay. Mar- Ross Douthat... How's it wrong? How's it wrong? That's wrong. Because he directed two Marvel movies. That's how it's wrong. Exactly. The first the first two. And then, then it changed very dramatically. How so? Go back and watch Iron Man 1. It's much more of a... First of all, it's shot 35 millimeter. You're right. It's completely different. You're right. Uh, it's a much more stylized, filmic take on the Marvel Universe. It became... Mar- the MCU became something completely different. Jeff Harris not not true. That's all I'm trying to say. He, so what? I, I don't know. Watch Jungle Book. Watch Lion King. Lion King's got some beautiful shots in it. <laughs> Ripping off another one. Well, yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Jeff Hoke does not cannot lead Star Wars. Okay. Obviously. Okay. I hear you. Only Ahsoka Tano can. But Roseanne, Roseanne Barr. I think Hank Christensen, Christensen can do it. <gasps> Please, what's, what's he doing these days? He doesn't do anything. He's on his farm in Canada. Good for him. Get away from it all. Farming, man of your talents. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Where's it from? Do, that's this is a Rogue One. Rogue One. <laughs> Maybe your dance. Credit. Let's do a short film where George no. Where Hayden Christensen gets George Lucas out of a slump. Oh, and he goes and pulls him out of whatever Aww. he's doing. George Lucas is We need you, George. Horribly making these stupid little documentary films about his backyard. <laughs> and this cassette tape over here. And he goes tower. He goes, No, they're really they're really experimental. Hayden goes, No, dude, they're not. We, you need to see the Mandalorian. He goes uh, yeah, yeah. I had to. I had the name Mandalorian. So his name. I made him Axe Wove. Axe Wove. Did you like that? He says, "Dude, it goes way deeper than that." Anyway, let's wrap it up. Uh, you. So you. You do. You agree with me now that Mandalorian should not exist. That's what you're saying. <laughs> it's fine to disagree. I think it's fine. It's fine. I love Star Wars. I. 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 I have a split. I have a split mind. At one point, I, I abhor seeing Star Wars for just content. It's just content. Yeah. I abhor that. Yeah. But also, I got to be honest, like I... Because this is... Well... For years well, of the three, they didn't have well, anything. It's so cool. Star... Uh, even under George Lucas, there has been mindless potato chip... Sure. Star Wars. Yeah. But it was never... It was bad. It was never... Well, no, it was never the big stuff. It was never the canon stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, this, so that's that, what makes it different. This is... Yeah. This, this, is, this is what Star Wars is now. Yeah. I mean, there's no movies in production. This is what Star Wars is now. Yeah. And for this to be Star Wars' best foot forward, this it's rough. It's kind of lame. So, yeah, I don't like that. Remember so, when we were looking through your Star Wars character book the other day? Yeah. And 
we were, our faces were just lit up. We found a painting of a young Imperial officer Han Solo. Yeah. We went, that's amazing. Incredible. That's, that's good Star Wars content right there. It was just a painting. Yeah. Why can't this do that? Why can't we be that school? High school musical. One, two, and three. Yeah, cut that out. But anyway. Can't cut it out. <laughs> no one's going to get that. <sighs> yeah, you've... you've I'm sorry I brought you, you You've really brought me down. I'm sorry. i be honest. I'm depressed. I'm sorry. I'm going to take some Tide Pods back at home. <laughs> One, two, and three Tide Pods. Tide Pod economy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I weigh that with uh, Star Wars shouldn't be content, but also I really enjoy seeing Star Wars content. <laughs> However, as I get more judicious, judicious with my media... That's an internal battle. Yeah, as I get more, more judicious with what media I choose to watch... Pay and, for. And try... Yeah, pay for and also try and say, look, my... Like you said last week, you, you have a high bar for entertainment. Entertainment is art. Entertainment is not simply... Look, this is an anxious world. I need to escape. I want to watch something. That is not what it is for me. Yeah, I'm a fulfilled person. I don't. I don't want that. You can watch a sitcom. Watch Malcolm in the Middle. Watch uh, I don't know, Two and a Half Men. I don't care. I don't, What's playing? Nothing should be that. Nothing should be that. Yeah. Watch a show that they, they spent ten thousand hours on. That's what you want. Probably. Okay. So American. I, I seeing Star Wars reduced to that. I don't like. However, I do see people who love Star Wars and they're excited about it. They bring Star Wars back to the front, and I I love that. I love people seeing people talk about Star Wars. I love people. I love that too. So, but I think if I had to do the electoral college math, it yeah, but aren't these up... the same people who liked Episode Nine? No, I don't know that. No, okay, it's a, it's a coalition. The same people who liked we, Episode we, Eight. We, we have a broad, yeah, we have, we have broad coalition. Okay, we are the party of diversity. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think at the end of the day, I probably it probably weighs out to this iteration of of Star Wars should not exist, and if that meant no live action, that's so be it. That's fine with me. Where we get to. I think Star Wars needs to go away. Oh my god! For a long time, Star Wars needs to die. Star Wars needs to die. Kill it. Kill it if you have to. Look, our entire civilization is built on death and rebirth. Let's be real. You die, you learn your mistakes, and you come back, and you're reborn into a new thing. Star Wars is to die. Star Wars went the pre look prequel era. We love it. We devoted an entire podcast to it. Of course, films have their problems, but it was such a gift. It was such a bounty. Where'd that come from? It went from George killing Star Wars for 30 years. Not 30. How long was it? 19 years? What's, yeah. the, what's, the, what's the gap between? It's 16 years, actually. 83 and 99. Star Wars was killed, and George Lucas went on his own hero's journey. Yeah. And he came back with, with a boon to his community. It was a prequel. It's it's, we got to let it go. Got to let it go. Um, Disney... There's someone out there listening to this podcast who's in power. I don't know who it is. Who's? Someone's out there. I have faith in that. Our next president. Let it go. Let it go. Please. Let it go. Do you want to go, do you want to go on a little spiral real quick? Please sure. spiral. This is, yeah, this episode's crazy. Uh, or this is New Star's book recently, this year. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fan of the Jedi series. And the villain of that, we've talked about how we we conceive of a new Star Wars Star Wars 2 for instance. not Star Wars 2 but what, I see what trilogy could be we talk I've about, actually developed a lot of thought to it we talk it being about yeah this, this is more about what I see what trilogy should be yeah it's more of a spiritual threat anyway there's some problems with this story but anyway it conceives of a, of a this no, there force there's no, no problems with this story it conceives of um, a force entity yeah named Abeloth she, did we name it that? I'm talking about a book that I read okay oh my bad <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> sorry sorry and this is uh this is an agent, uh, a force agent of chaos. She is, she's rumored to every ten thousand years, <clears throat> Ooh. 
I like this. Keep going. She's she's <laughs> she's rumored to t every ten thousand years she comes to power to level civilization for it to be started again. Cool. She is the she is the great cycle. Is this canon? This is Disney canon. This is EU. Uh, not yeah. Disney canon. This, this is the final arc of Star Wars before the wipe. Dang. Anyway, um, sounds awesome. That's the story. Interesting part about it. Wait, is, is she the beast? No. <laughs> great reference though. Okay. No. In Darth Plagueis. It's more, much more interesting than that. They are figuring out who she is, and they go to this weird planet. I don't want to get into it. It's very confusing. I don't really understand it. Okay. And they find these drawings, and what these drawings depict is Mortis. And it's weird because there's, there's this new character who, who joins the Mortis family, right? Dude, George was level. Yeah. He, was, he was playing that. And there's this character who becomes as a caretaker for the kids. She's able to keep the kids in balance. But she's also kind of this... Um, it's, it's weird. It's kind of this, frankly... Almost Bible level kind of. I don't understand what's happening, but it's amazing. Sometimes <laughs> she's also this kind of maiden for the father. She could be the mother, basically. Abilophis? She is the mother. However, but she is not one of them. She's not. She's not a one. The ones, right? Interesting. The Star Wars book also conceives of a spiritual realm of the Force, mind walking. This kind of spirit, this nakedly spiritual Sounds realm great. of the Force. This was this was my idea for, for the sequel trilogy. I'm we're going there. <laughs> and it talks about pool the pool of apparition, which is. The whole collection of the lost souls. So Luke is able to meet Mar Jade there. She dies. Sorry. There's also this. This. There's also this. The font. The font of power. Something like that. Why didn't you tell me about this? The pool of knowledge. Anyway, all this stuff. It's just so much to explain. Why didn't you tell me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ben, she, why didn't you tell me? She drinks from this and she becomes a horrible monster. She's unable to take it and she ends up going crazy. That's the beast. And she is. Yeah, she becomes the beast. And then, of course, the events of the Clone Wars happen. Mortis happens. All of them end up dead, right? Daughter dies at the, at the hands of the son. Father dies at the hands of the son. Wait, this happens before Clone Wars? It is unclear when it happens, but yes, okay. I believe so. Wow. And at the end of the book, they're able to defeat Abeloth. You know, it's kind of your typical science fiction plot, the defeater. And it's really cool. She's able to take avatars of people. But it's just, she's this spiritual threat. Actually, he's able to unite the Jedi and the Sith against her. Really? It's very interesting. Oh, my gosh. They have to fight her on multiple fronts. It's a very bizarre story. It's kind of pulpy. But it ends with Luke saying, he's, he's kind of meditating, he says, the force is tipping towards the dark. He says, when a Anakin, because it's weird because we know, we know now that the balance of the force is Anakin, right? Brought balance of the force, but Luke doesn't see it that way. Luke says, look, Luke, Anakin, Anakin refused to be the, com he, he refused to be the keeper. He, remember, remember the father in the Morris arc says to the, to the, he says, you need to become the next keeper. You need to stay on this planet. And balance light and dark. Mm. Anakin, says, Anakin says no. Mm -hmm. Leads to the father's death. Leads to the, leads to the daughter and the son's death. Because he's too attached. Too attached. And Anakin says, look, my father wasn't willing to do that. I look at that. I look at 40 years of, I've mentioned on the program, you have this alien invasion. You have this other galactic civil war. You have one of the Solo's children, Solo's children turn to the dark side. You have this Abeloth creature. It is clear that there is a, a, an actual tilt towards the dark. Mm. And... We've been kidding ourselves, thinking that we're balancing it. Mm. And he says, the Jedi need to leave course. I need to go on our own. Mm. We need to really concentrate on bringing balance. And then uh, Disney buys it, so the story never continues. Oh, my gosh. Sounds awesome. I mean, it's really cool. However, it's also very sci-fi and kind of pulpy. I'm, I'm giving you the highlights. Also, okay. you're going to love this. Okay. So, there's a lot here. And this is also not Mandalorian, but we're here. Sorry. <laughs> We've been asked to talk about Star Wars books. We're doing it. By your father, who likes, who, he likes 30 minute episodes. There's a lot to explain. So, Abeloth is released. She is basically pent up somewhere, but she's released mm. in response to an event. Mm. What happens is Jason Solo, who is basically Ben Solo on the new trilogy, 
uh, the Solo's kid. Yeah. He is kind of floating on the dark side, right? And he is traveling to different planets, figuring out these different esoteric force techniques. And he is able to do this thing called flow walking, where he's able to more clearly glance the the future and the past. Okay. And he he looks into the future and he sees a throne, a dark throne. He sees a Sith. This is some Dune stuff. He sees the Sith sitting on the throne. He sees a dark figure sitting next to him. He says, "This can this cannot be allowed to pass." And so he's able, with that knowledge, he's able to he become he follows the dark side because he's trying to change the course of the of time. Really, uh, his his attempt to change the future is what unleashes this agent of chaos. His attempts to meddle and fix the galaxy and remold into his own image really? for a good cause both turns him to the dark side and unleashes this agent of chaos. So he so he he just has to let it happen. Exactly. He he is married to ha- to the queen of the Hapes Consortium, who I've mentioned before. Yeah, I don't remember though. Anyway, there's this <laughs> massive uh, matriarchal society. They have a kid named Alana, Alana Solo, mm-hmm. and she is foretold through these other visions that I get. They see her clothed in white on the White Throne, mm-hmm. and they say, "This is the person that will bring peace and balance to the galaxy forever, forever, forever." Jesus. And so when Jason Solo sees this this vision of the Dark Throne, he actually sees this dark figure and sees Alana serving at his side. And she says, this can't be allowed to happen. And in his, his, in his attempts to stop that from happening, he basically brings it forward. Very sad. Anyway, it's the Jedi's secret that there's this Jedi queen, basically, that will unite the galaxy forever. This, 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 and the last image we see is through Ben Skywalker's eyes, Luke's son. He gets this random vision. It's not to explain why. He says... Alana sits on the white throne and uh, on the dais where she sits. Jedi fight dark darkness hmm. at every flank. Okay. And every moment, dark is closer, and they're able to battle it back. And that's that's the future. Anyway, she's what for all time? I, I it was just it's just the moment, the next moment. I think. Wow. Um. Anyway, Star Wars got really fantasy towards the end. It got really nakedly fantasy. I'm fine, really cool. I'm fine with it. Anyway, that bizarre, crazy tangent just shows the amount of story and the amount of imagination that was left behind for this. So the, the glimpses of that in the novels, the glimpses of late clone wars with Mortis and Yoda on the midichlorian planet. Yeah. The, the spiritual realm, spiritual, realm. spiritual realm. Star Wars never was really allowed to land the nexus of the force. Wait, I'm sorry. The nether realm of the force. That's really the new ground of stars. You have the new Jedi Order, and you've got that. That's that. Those are the two areas of Star Wars that need to be tread. Yeah. Jedi and meditation pods for decades, exploring the spirit realm. Oh, it, so the, the book ends with Luke sending ten Jedi knights to find the obelisk of Mortis, which holds the dagger. You don't know, from the dagger. It's the only thing they can kill yeah, the sun. I remember. They, they need it to kill Abeloth if she ever comes back. But Abeloth is not the sun. No, Abeloth is this new entity that. Was never, she was never a one, but through her relationship with them and her drinking from this fount, these, these mythical power-giving things, she became this horrible creature, and she fulfills this mythological role. It really was a mythological origin story. It didn't really make sense. It seemed like perhaps the Morris arc was more of a, a myth. It was, just, it was just interesting. It was hard to tell it was real. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Not relevant. Loved it. <laughs> and now it will be cut. <laughs> that's what you can expect here on it will not be cooks we went so long that's okay that was a fun episode good episode good episode as usual we have great Star Wars ideas someone you know, and we have read great Star Wars ideas too sure we've curated them well one, well one day when we cover the sequel trilogy on this podcast we will 
we will tell you our sequel idea. Oh boy, it was really good. Yeah, well, it's not really a sequel idea. It's more of a. That's true. It's more it, of a... it kind of is, but it's also since the sequels were ruined. Uh, it's, it's more of Transformers Bumblebee. <laughs> no, it's just that Disney Disney blew the chance to do sequels for real. So it's a way of saying, okay, it's a way of continuing the Star Wars story by doing something totally radically new, but also uh, being able to satisfy what you would want to see in a sequel trilogy. Yeah. It's doing both those exactly. things. Exactly. Here's a sneak peek. It's going to be path forward. Star Wars a thousand years later. <gasps> Incredible. Great idea. Great premise, right? Amazing. It's, I've never heard it before. Tell me more. I'm just kidding. You have I've, to listen. I've heard of this. You have to listen. Droid slaves. Sure. But there was more going on. Okay. Thanks for listening. This is a long, stupid episode. There's some good tangents on this one. Good tangents. Hope you weren't bugged. Uh, hope, I hope we were not offended by the random political commentary from Reagan. From you! You did it. You said it. You said it first. I didn't say anything. You did. You said Sunni Muslims. The, the nav. That's the. Uh, oh, <laughs> the nav computer was not well was not well tuned in this episode, but that's okay. That is okay. It will be tuned in, in the tuning process. <laughs> the tuning, tuning process. process. Okay, bye. It's late. Can we use a tuning fork? No. Tuning lightsaber. <laughs>